This is the fallen angel Christopher Daniels, former TNA X Division Champion and former TNA World Tag Team Champion, and you are listening to the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Enjoy. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 79 of the TNA Cross Line podcast. I am Bob Conning Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, it's another week for NWA TNA. There is a power struggle between Don Callis and Eric Watts, where they are both threatening to quit the company unless they are in control. And you know what, Dallas? I just thought of this before we got on. The easiest solution to this? It's just fire them both. That I mean, that that's the way to do it here. Do we need to see Don Callis or Eric Watts anymore? No. no. I was enjoying Don Callis for a while, uh, but unfortunately, he it kind of just ran its course for me. And I think he's he then he started to man. He's like the Jim Cornette in like '95. He's managing too many people. Mm. And, like, I'm just sick of seeing him. He went from the red shirts to Abyss. Then he was with Jarrett. I'm just, it's too much for me. Uh, Eric Watts might be uh, growing on me. Well, okay. He's like a comedic character, but he's not a comedy wrestler. Right. So I kind of feel the same about that. For a while, I was like, oh, my God, get this guy away from me. But then we started to have more fun with it. And it's like, even, even even if we're, some of the time was, you know, laughing at him and not with him, uh, it, it made for some more entertaining stuff. And, I mean, you can't, you can't deny that the fans in the asylum have been behind him for a while. He is Mr. Explosion, after all. Uh, and then he t- was turned director of authority. Um, and I do think they kind of put Goldilocks with him again, like brought her back with him just to try to get people to cheer him more, but... Uh, but yeah, I, he kind of grew on me too. So I'd almost rather Don Callis leave rather than Eric Watts at this point. That's what I'm thinking. And I, I also kind of think that uh, maybe we are laughing with Eric Watts because I don't think Watts is truly taking himself that seriously. I think that's okay. Okay. I see what you mean. I don't know. I, these past couple, the past couple shows with him have been more entertaining uh, on his end. And, and I mean, and realistically, I, I feel like the main event last week with Styles and Watts against uh, Abyss and Jarrett, I don't think it was that bad. It was a little chaotic and stuff, but I think it was at least mostly entertaining, uh, which is saying a lot for an Eric Watts match. Yeah, no kidding. At any point in his career. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of, we kind of got left at a cliffhanger last week because Watts and Styles did end up winning that match. So Styles is supposed to get a shot against Jarrett. Right. But then there's a whole thing, the whole back and forth. We, we'll discuss it in detail in, in a few moments when we go through our notes. But then it's like Cal says that, you know, he's he's going to quit if it doesn't get overturned or whatever. And then Watts said, well, if he doesn't get it, then I'm quitting. And then we kind of just went off the air. And it was like, uh, okay. Well, actually, I don't think. Then it was it right at the end. I can't remember where Jarrett drops the big news. Or no, that was earlier in the show. Callus dropped the news 
of Johnny Fairplay. Yes, that was earlier. Yeah. That was earlier in the show. He let Callus break the big news. It's coming. Bobby's coming. America's most hated man. I don't really even know anything about him besides what you told me last week. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know how you can think a reality star like Johnny Fairplay is going to uh, inject popularity into your uh, wrestling company. Here's a crazy thought: maybe develop a wrestler or a storyline that would inject popularity instead of well, somebody from a more popular show. Well, that's a crazy thought. Yeah. Um, and we'll also, I don't want to spend too much time at this second on him because you remember how, like before, we talked a lot about Hogan a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a lot of notes about Johnny Fairplay that we will discuss before getting into the show today. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As it pertains to what? Um, his deal, uh, him coming in, when it was finalized, all sorts of stuff like that. Mm. So lo- lots of interesting stuff that we'll be talking about in just a few minutes. Uh, but yeah, last week, we what else happened last week that was that was big? Uh, Michael Shane, he's our new number one contender for the X Division title. Yeah, because he beat um, Daniels and Loki in a pretty good um, three-way match there. Um, And also, America's Most Wanted defeated the Red Shirt Security in the Rawhide Strap match. And unfortunately, Bob, we are getting the rubber match between the teams on tonight's show to determine a number one contender for the tag team titles. You haven't been enjoying that? Um, I feel like they're trying to make the magic of Swinger and Diamond versus America's Most Wanted again, and it's not working. Yeah, not at all. So I'm kind of ready for them to stop fighting each other. But I'll deal with one more show. That's it. Right. Speaking of uh, Swinger and Diamond, Glenn Gilberti turned on Simon Diamond. That's right. Essentially making Diamond and Swinger, because Swinger came out for the save. Baby faces against David Young Gilberti, so it looks like that whole alliance has uh, officially split. Yeah, I think we're officially done with that, and that was after he was the special referee in the David Young Simon Diamond match last week. Even though he was the, he was playing it fair for most of it, and then he just he was done. He was like, "No, I'm not doing that." Because he had the end the NWA official refer, referee. Uh, badge on a shirt that no other referee has. I've never seen that in my life. And what's really funny, too, is Gilberti's aligning himself with a guy that just never wins in David Young. Unless the referee helps him. In this case, Gilberti. Yeah, right. So, and I, I believe we're getting the blow-off to that whole feud uh, tonight as well, if I'm not mistaken. There is a tag team match. Yeah. yeah, so uh, Young and Gilberti are facing off against Swinger and Diamond on today's show. Uh, which, you know what, it's needed. I'm hoping it doesn't go out much further than today's show because it's going to get really boring if they do. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Shane Douglas defeated Elix Skipper last week, which is kind of a random match, and I was actually pretty shocked about that. And um, I believe that was when, you know, Elix Skipper's been trying to get Triple X back together. It's not really working that great. But Daniels and Loki did come out for the save. And didn't, didn't Daniels... Like stare down Tracy or something like that. After oh that my one. god, yeah. And I even said I was like, why are they making it seem as if there's going to be a match between these two? Right. Which is hilarious. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So Daniels ended up shaking Elix Skipper's hand. Skipper 
turned to uh, Loki. He shook his hand, and then Daniels put his hand out for Loki, and Loki left. Right. So, so he's not buying it just yet. But we're gonna we'll we'll keep up on that. I do think it's it's going to happen any day now. But they're they're building up very slow, which is you know that's good. We don't have to rush into it. Why not? I mean, the only thing I don't like about it is that. I mean, at this point, a month ago, Dan Daniels tried to murder Loki with like a con- concerto backstage. Yeah, I mean that is true. And now Elix Giver's trying to be like, guys, come on, we're all pals. Guys, can we please not do the- this? Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of the timing of it. I think is a little misguided. It is. It's a weird timing. They probably shouldn't have done that attack, or at least not done it showing that it was Daniels at the time or something. I don't know. Or not like a vicious attack. I mean, that's a pretty brutal attack. Right. That's like, it's almost like as if you were to run me down with your car. And then the next week be like, dude, fuck my bad. You want to just align again? And I'd be like, you know what, man? I was in the wrong too. And yeah, sure, my hip is broken, but okay. Right. We're friends. Uh, I, I'm going to hit you with the car and then just be like, I did it for the rock. I did it for the rock. Yeah. And then, 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 and then be, that'll be yeah. okay. Yeah, he hits a guy with a car, and then a year later, he's back putting his ass in people's faces. In the <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, also on the show last week, Kid Cash defeated Chris Vaughn in a match that I didn't think actually was that bad. And Chris Vaughn is a selling machine and made Kid Cash look like an absolute beast, I think. Yeah, and he's also under TNA contract. And he's under contract, so and we're going to be seeing more. That is the, one of the most shocking things I've heard on this podcast. Not anything against Chris Vaughn, but you would think that they would be putting stars under contract. They're putting a guy on the ring crew. I mean, yeah, he is literally a ring crew guy. He's a secure. They use him as fake security, but he's a ring crew guy. I want Rick Santel to come back and be like, where's my fucking contract, Vaughn? Oh, dude, they're going to have the biggest feud of 2004. <laughs> Rick Santel and Chris Vaughn. This is bullshit. Algum Vaughn gets a contract. I I hurt my collarbone. What has Vaughn done? Nothing. He climbed a pole for Kurt Edding. This is bullshit. Oh, God. That's what don't, don't remind us of that. <laughs> I just love that Kurt Edding was like, dude, just fucking get it for me. I don't want it. He's like, can you get it? Yeah, okay, I'll get, I'll get the axe handle for you. Yeah. <laughs> the Julio De Niro and CM Punk defeated the Sandman in a Two-on-one handicap, single porcane on a pole match. There's two poles, Bob. Right. Two poles with two kendo sticks. And I have a very interesting note about that one, so hold tight. Well, Um, and that was because Raven didn't show up for the match. Raven didn't show up for the match, but there's some interesting details about that. Son of a bitch. Is today, like, a day of some big news or what? There's some pretty interesting notes. I'm I'm pretty excited about them. Okay. Um, And then we we already discussed the main event, so we don't need to... um, say that all again but um we we gave last week a thumbs in the middle we thought it was pretty average not awful not too great uh bob what do you think the readers thought about last week's show uh, i'm gonna say they went with a thumbs down well a lot did but the majority gave it a thumbs up 48.6 percent only 45.9 percent gave it a thumbs down so very very close and then only did you say only 45 percent gave a thumbs up Okay, 45.9%. Ignore the only part. Um, and if you, well, I'm not saying it. Uh, 5.4% gave it a thumbs in the middle. So only 
five points in the middle. Only four. That's unbelievable. Me and Bob joined the two people in the middle. So, how many what, people voted for the show? Uh, Does it tell well, you? I mean, eighteen gave it a thumbs up. Seventeen gave it a thumbs down, and two were in the middle. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's higher than usual. I mean, that's you and me. We're in the middle. We're the two. Yeah. Uh, what do you think got voted on as the best match from the last week? Um, I'm going to say the Shane Daniels low-key match. Yeah, it was voted that. Dave notes here that there was a lot of cool moves, but the crowd is dead for much of the match. But that's nothing new, unfortunately. And what got... Oh, I'm sorry. And it looks like the second place was Jarrett and Abyss versus Watson Styles. Mm. The way he worded it, I thought it was a tie, but it is not. Uh, what do you think got voted on as the worst match? The Singapore Kane on a pole match. Nope. Uh, Young and Diamond. Yeah, Young and Diamond unfortunately got that, but I think they were kind of they were in a bad spot too. So, yeah. uh, the show drew about nine fifty, and Dave notes that maybe sixty to sixty five percent paper based on the lines waiting outside. Well, it's quite the guess. Um, <laughs> it's quite a guess from a guy that wasn't there. Right. Obviously, it's from a source, but whatever. Right, but that's still such a weird thing. Uh, yeah, about 60% paper in this building right here. The line was looking, it was it was pretty long, but, uh, you know, paid. You know, some people paid. Uh, but the big main event was the watch job for Styles getting the NWA title shot in the tag match. Uh, Styles worked most of the way, so when he was in, it was very good. And Dave says when Watts was in, it wasn't. Uh but back to the, the lines and stuff you were saying, there are two different lines, right? The pay line and then the freebie line? I do believe that that is something they are still doing. Okay. As far as I'm aware. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're still doing the gimmick where if you pay, you get in earlier, and then, like, you get to pick your – like, if you paid for your GA seat, you get to pick where you're sitting better, and right. you know, which and I think and is And watch, fair. like, explosions and stuff. Yeah, which I think is fair. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we talked about what happened during the match. We already know. Um, but Don Callis went nuts, said that he can't stand if the board doesn't overturn the decision, then he's quitting. Watts then said, if Styles doesn't get his title shot, he's quitting. Jarrett said since Callis was the one who made the fair play deal, he's too valuable to the company. Tune in next week to find out the board's ruling. And so the idea is to build for a Callis versus watch match to get the loser losing all power on the January 28th show. Uh, live, the angle had the most heat in the building in a long time. Fans were throwing things in the ring, which, while it's not safe, the promotion took as proof that the angle stirred emotion and worked. Kellis got hit with a water bottle. Abyss got hit with something. Mantel and Tony Falk even came out. And it appeared Abyss was so mad he was about to lose it, but then he was calmed down. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd say it's. I mean, I get it is the top angle, so I guess it would maybe generate the most heat. But right. Yeah. Interesting, nonetheless. Um. So then we had the. It was supposed to be that two canes on two ring post match: Raven and Sandman versus Julio De Niro and CM Punk, managed by Jamie Mitchell. Well, as we know, it was a handicap match, and that's because Raven no showed. Uh, which Dave wow. says uh, he heard was the booking plan is they were trying to sell the idea of Mitchell returning uh, has sent him into a depression. Although 
Dave says he believes there was a family illness as well. And Sandman wrestled a handicap match against both and lost. Setting up Sandman, and we didn't mention it yet, bringing in Balls Mahoney Mm -hmm. to face off against The Gathering. That is happening on today's show. Um, Dave notes, and I think this is pretty interesting because it happens a lot. I really think for a pay-per-view that is unfair to the public to advertise a wrestler, particularly if Raven is one of the company's biggest draws, uh, if word even apply, that word even applies, he says, uh, that no is not that you know is not going to be there. They could have just advertised the match, added, or they could have just never advertised the match, added the match once the show just once the show started, which they do all the time. So at least nobody paid the nine ninety five, being told they were going to see Raven. I think this is an interesting point because if they booking, even though Raven no showed anyways because of a potential family illness. And they knew even if he was at the show, they weren't going to put him into the match. That was the booking plan, it said. Then why advertise him? And yeah. we do. We literally see it all the time where they'll start the show and be like, this is happening tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a true no-show in the sense of you didn't tell them? That's what it's being reported. Uh, it, it seems that it's being reported. Um. Because I feel but, like when he says a family illness, maybe Raven was like, there's an illness and I can't come to the show. I have a hard time thinking that it's going to be an actual, like... Well, that's a good point, okay, yeah. I almost think it could even be like, a, oh, Raven, we're going to actually keep you out of that match. So he was like, okay, well, this is going on, so I'm not going to go. Right. Which makes sense. And plus, I mean, if you were to actually no-show, wouldn't he... I feel like you'd get, you know, disciplined or... I know he's one of the bigger stars for TNA, but right, you know, fired or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. Um, nothing's gonna happen to Raven. Let's be real. Uh, even if it, even if it was there, it's fine. We're just gonna move on. We're gonna pretend it didn't happen. And now, now we get Balls Mahoney. Well, and, yeah. he, and here's another thing too, though. Let's say they did fire him. Where is he gonna go anyway? He's not gonna go back to WWE. Oh yeah. So you may, maybe he'd be a regular in Ring of Honor again. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, the other tease that they've been working on, of course, is that reformation of Triple X we were just discussing, um, which is going to be a very slow build, uh, which we've noticed. Uh, and now this is interesting, and this kind of bounces off another note that we'll talk about either. I can't remember. I think it's during the show. But... This was a total IWA Puerto Rico style using groups that were constantly either attempting to get new members or on the verge of breaking up, but having the buildup take weeks. This will probably be no exception since Daniels will be gone for a while on the new Japan tour and low key is in and out with the Japan commitments and will be out four weeks from, I believe mid February to mid March. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, I hope- so they're, they're saying this is basically inspired by Dutch then, right? Right. And, um, let me see here. Yeah, I have a, I mean, I'll just read it now. I was going to save it for during the show, but uh, it's said here that you can really see Dutch Mantel's fingerprints on the booking uh, now with the slower developing stories in the IWA-like booking patterns. It is said that everything major is now booked through April with the slow uh, percolating stories. And then, then, he, then he mentions how it's a little different in Puerto Rico where they have TV and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, I think most people watching for the first time would see it as too much low rent raw right now with dueling authority figures. Right. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a fair, a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, 
Also, they are officially building up for the second uh, X Cup on February 11th. And we did just uh, have an announcement about that last week, which I kind of forgot about. Uh, and this is uh, being called the America's Cup. The current idea is for four wrestlers from AAA and four wrestlers from TNA, which was said to be a one-night tournament, again, all pre-taped. Uh, but the latest word is that it may be a Team AAA versus Team TNA concept, which I'm pretty sure is confirmed at this point. Um, team Triple team A looks to be uh, Juventud Guerrero, Hector Garza, Mr. Aguela, and Heavy Metal, or, I'm going to butcher this name, Abismo Negro. That's right. uh, and then Team TNA looks to be Chris Sabin, Sanjay Dutt, Jerry Lynn, who was apparently backstage at last week's show and talking about coming back, and Elix Skipper or possibly Michael Shane. The teams were to, uh, were to have been finalized on the January 21st show, so we may get an announcement on today's show. Wow, okay. Uh, that doesn't sound like a bad lineup. No, I don't think so either. And uh, if Jerry Lynn is coming back, yeah, I would really like that. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I like Jerry Lynn too, but I feel as if uh, prior to his departure, like his work rate well, kind of seemed like it was on the decline, which, I mean, God, the guy's been going for, what, 15 years at this point well, to, probably? Well, to be fair, that, and the, I think that there In is... style? I think there is some... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I think because of his booking situation, I don't think he was. I don't think he was giving it his all toward the end there. You know what I mean? Yeah, he might not have. Um, so I think that that is maybe part of that. Yeah. Um, we'll also um, we'll talk about some other potential um, AAA stars who will be coming in during the show, but I'll save that. Um, we don't have a date yet for the Michael Shane number one contender match that is not happening on today's show that we are aware of. Uh, that's pretty much the only thing from the Michael Shane match. Um, they, of course, did that long tease breakup of Gilberti's group that we just discussed. The crowd was dead for the match and the post-match angle, but they were alive for the Kid Cash versus Chris Vaughn match. Uh, particularly, and I forgot that this happened too, when Bellringer Tiny, which Dave mm. describes as a short, extremely pudgy, and unathletic guy who did one of the worst matches in history with Dustin Screech Diamond in the early days of the show. I mean, why are we being critical of the ring guy? The ring I, guy I don't know. I don't know. But Give the, me a break. But the description of extremely pudgy, I was like, okay. I'm gonna but again, like, why? like why, why does it matter? He's not a wrestler. Yeah. Exactly. Jeez. You got so you got to love the dirt sheets, man. It just makes no sense. I mean, he's there. He's just there ringing the bell. For the most part, it has nothing to do with the with the show, and then you're gonna throw shade at the guy, right? Come on now. Yeah, it's kind of. Um, and I personally thought it was great. I thought it was awesome when he and was the, in the clean and house. The crowd went fucking nuts. Yeah, they really did. I and he kind of like even no sold Kid Cash. Well, like, yeah, there you go. Right. So I was like, hell yeah! It was good shit. Yeah, so I don't mind it. Good for him. Yeah, I agree. Um, kind of bouncing off of the X Division stuff. So there's also some... This is in uh, Alvarez's, or of whatever his thing is called. Uh, he kind of has some different names that might be involved in the the uh, 
X Cup tournament okay. for Team AAA. So according to AAA TV, they claimed that the four guys heading into the X Division tournament would be El Zorro, Psychosis, not the one from WCW, <laughs> who wrestles as, is it Nico? Nicho these days? Nicho, I think it is. Um, but Antonio Pena's AAA version, who still has his mask. Uh, Heavy Metal, which we did just mention, and Abismo Negro, which we also just mentioned. So those are... Those are the names according to what he's saying is on AAA TV is claiming. We'll see for sure. Uh, it should be noted that this was taped before Antonio Pena and TNA came to agreement, so really it's not official. Uh, Alvarez says that I would strongly suspect that Hoovy would be one of the guys unless he happens to be working in Japan at the time, where he's over right now. And the show claimed that four of them would be in Nashville on Wednesday, which would lead one to believe that they're making a pay-per-view appearance. So we will see what happens with that. There, it's very interesting uh, what's going on with that, I would say. Um, also, Bob, you'll be very happy to hear that apparently the Insane Clown Posse has claimed that they will be on the show Wednesday. This week? That is what they have claimed, but they have claimed it before and not shown up. I hope it's a running gimmick where they say every week they'll be on the show and they're not there. They say they're going to be there and then all the juggalos come in and then they don't actually go. Yeah. Every week. Why not? Um, uh, I have one more thing before uh, some of this Johnny Fairplay stuff, and then we will be getting into the show. Um, and the, this this stuff's pretty interesting, and I do have some pretty good stuff um, that we'll discuss during the show, including some of those other um, other names potentially coming in. And I do have one name, Bob, that I cannot wait to talk about during the show that is rumored to be coming in soon, and apparently he has already reached out to TNA, but hang tight. It's not Kevin Nash, by the Damn way. It. Uh, uh, it said here, uh, this is back to the Observer. Uh, there are some major structural changes coming. Uh, they are going <laughs> to, you ready to laugh? They are going to start doing a Sunday three-hour pay-per-view once every three months outside of Nashville, with the first scheduled on April 4th from Fort Campbell, Kentucky. That's the one we've been discussing for a while mm-hmm. now. The best guess is that they're going to try to put together Scott Hall and Kevin Nash versus Sting and Jeff Jarrett oh, idea for the show. All right. Um, also, apparently, uh, Ken Shamrock's name has resurfaced as of late, which is interesting. Uh, the Fort Campbell gig is Jimmy Hart's doing, and his son, Jimmy Jr., will be stationed there by that time. Uh, with all the servicemen, it wouldn't shock me to see Hogan make an appearance and shoot an angle for the second scheduled show, which is tentatively scheduled for Florida. Although Vince Russo being back in the equation seems to have seems to say Hogan is considered out of the equation for now. Uh, at the same time, they're cutting down from four to three shows per month in Nashville as they'll be taping additional segments and do one taped Wednesday show per month. Oh, oh yeah, not great. The first taped show will be on February 11th, which will have matches taped on it on January 28th and February 4th. So what do you think about that, Bob? I think that's the biggest news coming out of that whole part is we're going to have one taped show every month. Um, I'm not a fan of that because uh, I feel, I mean, not every tape show is, you know, bad, but just a lot, like the, just a live wrestling. You can't beat a live wrestling show. Yeah, I agree. You just can't. I mean, and then especially... 
with like spoilers or whatever, like it's going to come out and then you're not going to really want to watch it. Right. Right. And I, and I was just going to say, it's going to be interesting as I um, navigate the newsletters for our notes and hopefully, you know, I don't know, hopefully he has it like separated or something. It's going to get kind of annoying, I think, but yeah. you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. And then this potential doing a, a Sunday three-hour pay-per-view every three months, kind of interesting. Um, if they really think they're getting Scott Hall and Kevin Nash versus Sting and Jarrett, I mean, I, if they want to do a one-off, I guess, but, like, what does that – is that going to do anything for us? I don't I don't really think it is. No, and I don't think even in 2004, like, if that was presented to me as a – 14 year old um that i would necessarily be intrigued by it i mean i think on paper it sounds like oh shoot that's a lot of big names in like a match mm. but like but like i don't i don't know if i don't know if we need that right now no i mean i i mean i'm always looking for an like a good wrestling match, like something that's going right. to and that wouldn't be there's no way, and I and I hate to say it because I think he's a very funny guy, and you know if you look at his Twitter, like he's a logical guy, he's a good guy, but like Kevin Nash is not a guy that I've ever really found myself being like I'm gonna pay to watch him. You remember what was the? I just sent you a tweet because he he's a, he's making an appearance for uh, GCW, and someone says, "Oh yeah, where he's like I know," he was like, "Yeah, I know." I mean, I've. I haven't had a good match since like 95 or whatever or something. But he said he, there was a comment someone made and I sent it to you in Austin. And it was like, oh, they're yeah. like, I was going to say, I bet you it's in our, uh, our group chat still. Chat. But I was dying. It was, it I was, do remember you saying this something. Oh, here it is. Someone says, will you actually wrestle? And he writes, I didn't when I did. <laughs> He's very self-aware. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, so uh, very interesting, nonetheless. I guess we will see what that hap- what, you know, what happens with all of that. At least he's not delusional, thinking that he was the greatest of all time. Right. He just knows he made a shit ton of money, and that's fine. Was he? Somebody shared something on uh, on Twitter, and uh, this is, I think, like obviously the Impact era, so whatever. But. Uh, and I'm sure when we watch it, we'll comment on it again. But, like, Scott Hall was like, you were WWF cha- WWE champion. He was like, I wasn't paid for – I wasn't paid really well. You were WCW champion. He's like, I got paid a lot for that. Like those type of comments. So. Yeah, yeah. And if you were to come in here, he's a potentially getting seven grand a week. Right. Boy, if you can get it, get it. Smart man. Yeah. That's good business right there. <laughs> to yeah. cut to cut more likely than not each week if he's there to cut a 10 minute promo and beat like leaning on the rope you know what yeah I, i'm here and i'm gonna kick some ass yeah you know he's not gonna rustle in the asylum like, there's no way no way he's no. a smart guy he knows what he's doing yeah he does um okay so let's talk about johnny Fairplay, who i really maybe i'm gonna be surprised i don't think i'm going to be have but you I, ha- have you seen anything of Johnny Fairplay or no? I think I've literally seen like a clip of him coming out of the entrance. That's as much as I really know about him. Okay. I feel like I really don't think I know a whole lot. Um, so I knew like I knew his name, 
that's about mm-hmm. it. Like when we read John Dalton, I was like, Bob, I don't know who this is. But you're like, oh, Johnny Fairplay. I'm like, oh, right. I know that and name. I kind of know who that is. And what's funny when you said that was uh, I want to say that John Dalton, like that's the name of an actual wrestler. Oh. Of like on the indie scenes, but I could be mixing it up with something else. So initially I was like, what? There's no fucking way. So I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's Johnny Fairplay. Yeah, yeah. So for like a split second, I was almost like, oh my God, the guy from like Pennsylvania? You never know. I was like, there's no, like they wouldn't be making a big deal out of that. Right. Um, So we had that big announcement. That was the big surprise on last week's show, uh, which apparently brought a lot of groans within wrestling. Surprise. Oh, sure. Um, There has been little to no talk of late regarding the WGN deal, but we're told it's neither dead nor imminent. Dave says, I do know fans who have written to WGN in support of them picking up the show and have been told by station PR people specifically, quote, it's not going to happen. Uh, The only reason I would say it's dead, or Dave says it's dead here, is because the idea was to buy it as a paid programming as opposed to the show to show they were picking up. And also in the 90s, when they got word that WCW, that they were getting WGN in six months. The next six months saw WGN deny it, but lo and behold, WCW was on. When was that? He says that was in the in the nineties. WGN. Yeah, apparently it, it was, must have been a syndicated show. It must have been. Um, he doesn't list anymore, and uh, I I wasn't watching it then, so I don't know. But uh, he and I mean, he adds on here uh, in a deal where TBS pressured them to take wrestling for some sort of CNN access, which Vince, Mc, Vince McMahon then uh, decried as being unfair. So. Whatever happened was probably pretty messy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know what? I, I do. I think I remember like WCW Power Hour or something being on like Chicago WGNs. So yeah. Oh, OK. That makes sense. That might make sense. Um, also, the Dalton deal wasn't finalized. Listen to this, Bob. Until 7.30 p.m. the night of the show. Um, and that, that's why it was never advertised that Jarrett was actually going to release the surprise, only that he might. Uh, Bob Ryder was the point man in the deal, negotiating with Dalton's agent. Um, and just for just for reference, Dalton's agent is someone whose main credential is that she's the agent for porn star Ron Jeremy. And we, mm. know how, we know how great Ron Jeremy is. Yeah, Jim's guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, Dalton's side kept trying to add new points in in to the deal, uh, supposedly due to them hearing Dixie Carter say, quote, give them what they want, let's make this deal happen. Um, And he was doing that up until the last minute. Uh, Russo had been wanting to book Fair Play stuff, and the current plan is to work him into a program with Roddy Piper. We did discuss that last week as well. Um, We've had totally conflicting reports on financial figures, but it is believed to have been a one-year deal. Uh, There was plenty of skepticism internally, and the lack of proud reaction to the announcement didn't help. If this will be good or bad, move depends entirely on where they get the mainstream pub out of it, and we'll know that within days. TNA has attempted a major media blitz, which which looks to have been a failure. Um, And then kind of bouncing around there a little bit, but Dalton's side promised them he could get another appearance on Stern, and TNA would die to be discussed on that show. If the financials aren't much, then it's not like it's going to be a big flop. And for TNA, 
which needs to do anything to get noticed. It was probably a risk they had to take. If the financials are high, well, it was a big risk that doesn't look good. Um, I'm surprised that it's like a year. I thought it was going to be like three appearances or something, but you're telling me for a whole year? I, I guess, man. That's a rumor. That's a bit surprising. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a couple other like quick things here about this um, because okay. Dixie Carter, there was like a press release with this, of course. Of course. Um, TNA, Dixie, and this is actually in uh, Alvarez's side, so now we're switching um, from the newsletter to here because they also talk about the um, the deal. But the, they're basically, he says that the announcement was supposed to be the WGN thing, uh, but it, it's not, which we just sort of touched on. But uh, TNA President Dixie Carter explains, quote, based on the, on the reaction, Johnny drew from 20-plus million viewers weekly. There's no doubt he will ignite both controversy and intrigue each week on TNA's pay-per-views. Uh, and then it continues, TNA is a wrestling company that is going to the top, and I'm going to take them there, boasted Dalton. Um, and then also in the press release, he was called, quote, the man America loves to hate. And Alvarez says, the problem with this is I know a lot of people that were huge Trevor fans. And I also know a lot of people who uh, knew him when he did wrestling stuff uh, here in the Northwest. With maybe one exception, not one person I've ever talked to has loved to hate Mr. Fairplay. <laughs> they've, they've all hated him with the kind of passion that is known in the business as the, quote, wrong kind of heat. Mm-hmm. And I cannot imagine any of them paying nine ninety five to hate him. I suppose that he could get some mainstream attention, but realistically, a former Survivor guy showing up on TNA Pro Wrestling is a lot less interesting than a one-legged dude doing high-risk pro wrestling moves. I agree with all that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I think it's funny that he said that he'll be the reason why TNA goes to the top. Yeah, yeah. Like he's Hulk Hogan. Like, give me a break, dude. He's not about to wrestle. There's no way. He'll, he'll be like a I, mouthpiece for somebody or, you know, whatever, and that's it. With, like, Jared or some crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, we'll see what happens. I I don't know. I, I'll leave an open mind for now, but and that's maybe because I, I don't really know who he is, so, like, I, could, I feel like I can be a little bit more open with how much I could hate this guy right now. But uh, I feel like a lot of the time, these kind of things, like, rub me the wrong way. Yeah, of like bringing in like a reality star person and then trying to make him a big deal and then like or have him do a match and then it's I just usually don't like it. I think it's I think it's tough to have a celebrity or athlete enter the pro wrestling world and do it successfully. Obviously, it's it's been done, but I feel like yeah, I mean, there's certainly exceptions. Yeah, I think more times than not, though, it's it's difficult to. Have it be successful. I agree. Um, but with all of that, let's talk about Explosion quick, and then we can get into the show, Bob. That's all the news I got. We have a couple things to go through the show. I don't have a whole ton, but there's some pretty interesting points, nonetheless, that we will discuss during the show. All right. Uh, so according to Cage Match, this is Explosion number 63, and it was filmed on January 24th, 2004, and it aired on January 24th, 2004. And it featured the following three matches. Chris Sabin defeated Seth Dillon. Delay? Delay? Delay. Delay. Sorry. Seth Delay. Uh, Abyss defeated Chris Michaels. And then the main event featured three life crew, all three of them, BG, Conan, and Ron Killings, defeating Delirious, Jared Steele, and Masada. 
Then also, there's two other matches that took place, and that is because they have taped future explosions. But since it happened on the show, I'm going to mention it now, and we will. You're going to hear the names within the next couple of weeks. I already kind of looked ahead, but okay, it aired on, it happened at the show, so I think we're going to at least mention it here. And that's that Don Harris defeated Nate Webb, Trinity defeated Daisy Hayes, and AJ Styles defeated Gabriel. And like I said, those are for uh, future explosion tapings, um, which we will we will discuss again. So you will hear those matches again. You know, it's kind of weird to me. I mean, I, I know they're not like a multi-million or multi, like a billion dollar company, TNA, but they're owned by a multi, like, like a billion dollar company mm-hmm. and energy. And they're already cutting costs. Yeah, the taping thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know for the majority of their existence, they tape their programs, but not like pay-per-views, right? Not usually. Uh, I mean, if you look current, I mean, they day, have like they have like specials, I guess. But yeah, current day, they obviously do impact tapings. Impact's never live anymore, ever. And then they will pre-tape their impact special, impact plus specials. Usually, it seems. Mm-hmm. And then they have the pay-per-views are live, so their main few, which is like Hard to Kill, Rebellion, Slammiversary, and Bound for Glory, I think are the the big four right now. And those are always live. Yeah. yeah. Wish, it, wish it was lockdown, but you know what? What What can I say? I know. I was, I was surprised they got rid of lockdown. They got rid of lockdown years ago, and I was really sad. Yeah. That was one of my I, favorite ones. All the matches in a steel cage. I like it. I don't care. I, well, actually, started I think, as a joke, and they were like, let's do it. I do think that eventually lockdown turned into like them all not being all in cages matches. Like I think they killed that idea and you might as well just take it off the show at that point. Yeah. I like it. I'm telling you when we get to lockdown 2005, Bob, that's another show just like turning point 2004 lockdown 2005. That one hits me in the feels, man. I can't wait. (laughs) I cannot wait. Uh, I, what was, oh, one of my favorite things, though, about, uh, lockdown, and then we'll get into the show, because this doesn't really matter, but, you know, they have all these cage matches, whatever, and then, like, two months later on, like, fucking Victory Road, they'll be like, a cage match! Well, yeah, they like, like why that. didn't you just do it at lockdown? Like, no, they shouldn't. They shouldn't do that. They should not do that. Or like three weeks later on Impact, they'll be like, these guys are in a cage match. And it's like, dude, what if, are you ta- Or like right before the pay-per-view, it's like, oh my God. If you do an entire pay-per-view of cage matches, you probably shouldn't do any other cage matches. For a while. For at, le- at least, yeah. Not within the same like month, couple months buffer on each side. Yeah, like let it breathe a little bit. But no, they're just like, fuck it, cage match. We're going to do okay. one on Thursday, too, cage match. Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. And then they wonder why stipulations are, like, dead. Because you've done 700 cage matches in, like, a month and a half. Give me a break. They should, you know what? They okay. should do a, a one-night-only lockdown. That'd be a good idea. Maybe they, maybe they, they, I don't, they don't really do one-night-onlys, really, anymore. They, well, they should have. I know, like, from, like, 2013 to 2017 or whatever, they did a bunch of them. And they should have done a lockdown. Oh, yeah. They did a ton of them. And to be honest with you, I didn't watch those. Like, I, I don't – I haven't seen very many one-night-onlys at all because 
they were always like they never followed the storylines. They were like right. random one-off tournaments and stuff like that. So I never watched them. I know it sounds bad because I'm, I'm like a diehard over here, but they just never like drew me in. I was like, why do I want to watch this pay-per-view for the you win ten thousand dollars and it's like a or, or the wild card tag team tournament? Right. I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't really care. And I, I've heard for the most part that they suck. I wouldn't be surprised. I think there's a couple like cool ones that stand out, like when they did like the first knockouts knockdown. I mean, they're doing all women shows, and now that's a more common thing that companies are trying to do, and like that kind of stuff is kind of cool. But oh, and then they turned, of course, global horse wrestling into them. But you know, we could we could dive into this if, for a whole show if we wanted. Yeah, to. we got. We'll but get there. Let's let's uh let's get into the show, Bob. I cannot wait to find out what's gonna happen. And you know what else we didn't say? Are we gonna find out who El Leon is? I don't know. You know, this is the type of stuff I love that you legitimately don't know who El Leon is. That you know of. Okay, let's get into the show, Bob. Damn it, maybe he doesn't know. All right, well, it's the uh, January 21st, 2004 NWA a weekly pay-per-view. Uh, technically, it's 78 for them, but it's episode 79 for us. Because, Correct. you know, you're, you know, you're in review stuff or whatever. So I'm going to count down from five, and when I say play... If you want to follow along, head over to Impact Plus uh, or in your own personal collection, however they might be. I don't know, but uh, I'm not going to sit here and judge you. So uh, I'm going to count down from five right now. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. He said zero instead of play. It threw me off. Yeah. Um, So, Bob, you just mentioned Impact Plus. Do you want to hear some funny shit? Do you remember last year, I I had I had to email Impact Plus and be like, guys, I can't log in. Like I I can't log in, and my head. Did they finally email you back? They emailed me back. Get out of here! I got an email yesterday. They offered me a free month. <laughs> Dude, how long has it been? Let me check the email. We got a highlight package going on now, guys. So you're not missing anything as I try to find my Impact Plus email. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was spam, dude. We'll give you a free month after not communicating to you over a year. Has okay, to be over a year. I guess it I it, it must have happened over a year, but so my email actually was sent. So it was I, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it was November twenty first. Actually, wait, sorry, it is over a year. Oh my god. November twenty first, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Uh, they emailed me Customer back. Customer service. You've got to love it, man. They emailed me back yesterday. So January 8th, <laughs> 2022. Oh, my God. We apologize for the delay in responding to your inquiry <laughs> and have put the proper system in place to ensure this does not happen again. As a subscriber to Impact Plus, your satisfaction is our top priority. For oh. your inconvenience, please oh. use this promo code for one free month of Impact Plus on us. Motherfuckers. I lost out on a essentially a lot. I lost out on more than a month. Yeah, I had to, I had to file a fucking PayPal uh, like claim claim to get my money back. Oh uh, my god! And they're that, like, "Here, enjoy a free month of seven ninety nine Impact Plus. Hopefully, it's a make good." Oh god, it was funny, <laughs> and I, I might use the free month just to. I might as well use it, but. I thought I got I got a, <laughs> I got a, no don't do it because it's like okay it's all right it was fun. stand up for your morals man that's right 
Oh, here we go, Bob. Last Wednesday, 10.34 p.m., courtesy of Explosion. Wait, Don, Don West Why is, is there confronting. a cameraman spying on these guys? They're in the stall in the bathroom, Bob. That's what this is. Is that the sex locker room? No, that's red. So Don West is confronting Mike today, saying, you kind of crossed the line, man. Like, you kind of went. Today's saying, my job's at stake. Your job's at stake. And you want me to stand there idly and let that shit go down? Oh, Don West is looking at him like, holy crap. <laughs> Here's Eric Watson, Goldie. Eric Watson saying, uh, AJ Styles, he will get his shot. You're stepping down. Good down. Bye-bye. What Bye-bye. the fuck? Jarrett, Abyss, Kid Cash, Red Shirts, and Don Callis are in a fucking party limo. <laughs> it's their sweet 16. Abyss, dude. Abyss of all people is in there. Look at him. Abyss in a party limo. They're in a party with Johnny Fairplay tonight, they're saying. Really? They're all fist bumping. The, the man America loves to hate. Oh, here we go. The following is an open letter from the ownership of TNA Enterprises, LLC. Uh, for months, TNA management consultant Don Callis and the NWA's director of authority, Eric Watts, have been divided over a struggle for power. Last Wednesday, that, ba- that battle escalated to unprecedented heights due to unfortunate sur- circumstances. Both Don Callis and Eric Watts have demonstrated an inability to coexist. The situation is obviously not productive for TNA, its employees, and its fans. The division must cease to exist. The two will not only settle their differences, they will literally fight for their jobs next Wednesday. The loser of the match will be forced to resign. There must be a winner. There will be no disqualification and no countouts. Pinfalls may take place anywhere in the TNA asylum. Due to the high-stakes nature of this match, all contracted wrestlers may watch from ringside to prevent interference. Those wrestlers will be handcuffed in pairs. Okay. So Don Kalsers, Eric Watts, on Wednesday, January 28th, with their jobs at stake, may the best man win. Wow, Bob, that, a big announcement that, already for next week. Yeah, I was going to say, and that's for next week already. Oh, yeah. And here's the, the Macho Man song to open us up. I would like to point out during that little video that they were, Mike Tanay was actually voicing over, they were playing the other song that is in the intro of our show as well. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So that one's not dead. It's still there. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I Listen, this song's fun. And I like that it's like a TNA rap song. TNA's got it going on. But um, I like the other song better. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you, oh, are you ready? I actually can't believe there has been no notes in the Observer like, hey, uh, Randy Savage is singing the theme song to TNA. Well, they they clearly uh, don't care. They don't like they don't like good things, which would be this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of surprised about that. <laughs> they they show a clip in the intro here of Jarrett smashing the guitar over Chris Harris from the last show of 2003. And they clip in the audio of him going, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that they haven't. Bob, listen, the crowd is chanting ICP. There's tons of juggalos again. 
And Bob, how many people do you think are in the crowd right now? I'm going to say 1,100. Nope. More. 13. Close. 1,250. 1,250. Okay. Because like, it looks like it's packed in there again. Eric Watts, Goldilocks in the ring with the NWA flag. The crowd is going ape shit for ICP right now. Look at all the Juggalo really face are. paint behind him. Fago. That entire side is ICP. Watts talking about next week's once and for all. Who, who gets the power? I can't believe we're opening the show with a, an announcement for next week. That's pretty surprising. You've been a pain in my Why does he ass. always have to, like, pay my ass? He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to uh, cuss. In the future, Techno Team 2000. <laughs> Talk about the future. I came from the future, Don Kals. There needs to be an Eric Watts and Kazarian tag team. Like, just get it over with. <laughs> the future is now. That's the tag team. And they wear the Techno Team 2000, like, shiny pants. You already booked it. He said he's bringing back one of the greatest X-Division wrestlers of all time. Jerry Lynn, dude. The crowd started, I don't know what they were chanting. It must be some ICP shit, because they were not chanting for Jerry Lynn. Dude, I'm pretty fucking pumped that Jerry Lynn's back. Don't cut to Eric Watts. Cut to Jerry Lynn. Yeah, go to Jerry Lynn. Why are we ruining his return? Buddy? I'm really glad Jerry Lynn's back. I'm so, like, listen, I know he was a little down before, but I think maybe maybe this is what he needs. He get Super X Cup and all that. I don't know. I'm excited. Didn't, I, didn't TNA like insult him, though, too, with something, I feel like? I forgot exactly what the deal was. Was it something about money? Like he asked for like more or something they didn't want to or something like that? Something pretty dumb, I think. So it was dumb. And he had a pretty, I think it left a pretty bad taste in his mouth. Yeah, I did. So. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Oh, the, the fans are whoop, whoop, whooping. Is whoop, whoop an ICP? Yeah, it's like, you know, like Superhuman, how he says. Oh, okay. It's from boop, boop. Yeah, that's that shit. That's right. Too great of a talent to be watching from home. I Listen, I'm going to say it now. Okay, the fans are chanting welcome back, but I'm really afraid the ICP fans are going to take the show over, and it's going to make it really annoying. That's what I'm worried about, just based off of what's already what's already happening. Actually, as soon as, as soon as the show opened, and they were already going nuts like that. I was like, okay, it's going to be one of those days. Hey, you know what? I guess if, let's hope it doesn't take away from the matches too much. But, I mean, if they're just loud in general, maybe it'll, like, feel exciting. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, he's proud to announce something, and then all of a sudden, Kid Cash's music plays. Kid. Hold it right there, Jerry Lynn. He's got the clipboard. My ears freaking out over here. But there's no shell necklace. Yeah, what is up with that? Five months. Wait, Jerry Lynn's really been gone for five months? Um, yeah, wasn't 
Yeah, probably what, August? Dude, <laughs> that is nuts. I feel like his last thing he did was kind of with uh, Skipper. Skipper. Was it? Yeah. I'm going to look at his last match just for uh, for a reference point here. That's insane, dude. Things have no one but themselves. Okay, his last ma- official match actually was uh, October 1st, 2003, where he lost to Michael Shane uh, for the X Division title. What What day was it? October 1st, 2003. November, December. That's not five months. Yeah. Oh, so We're like n- almost at four. If you count the rest of, obviously, October. Because it was the first day of October. But. Right. Uh, the crowd is like chanting something and cursing, so there keeps beeping shit out. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was listening to. Kick cashing. I single handedly put the X Division on the map, which is funny because uh, kind of Jerry Lynn did that, but you know, no big deal. Yeah. Gotta get that heat, baby. Him and AJ Styles, really. Fear Tiny Spear. Love that sign. He was a nobody. <laughs> Watch the words coming out of my mouth. He says, this man is trash. He points to Watts. NWA is more trailer trash. I do think it's kind of funny. if you, As we've kind of gone on in 2003 and now, we slowly degrade the name of the NWA more and more. <laughs> which, oh, yeah. which is kind of funny because I mean, obviously, eventually they drop the NWA from their name, right? And then it takes a couple more years, and then they finally get rid of the title. But it's like kind of funny to see and be like, yeah, NWA sucks. What do you mean a couple more years to get rid of the title? Well, because they have the NWA title up until is it two thousand eight when they bring in the TNA title? They have they keep the NWA title even when they leave. Well, when they. Yeah, they have it. I can't remember exactly. I feel like I could be. I might be wrong about this. This is my guess off the top of my head. Is Christian one of the last ones to hold the NWA title in TNA? I don't know. I think it's technically Kurt Angle, isn't it? Kurt Angle. Okay, that might be where they switch. Right. Might be... I think at Slam Anniversary '07 is I like when you. they have the when they have that belt or whatever. Because they dropped the NWA. I'm pretty sure from the name in 2007. But... Well, I think, like, we're not called NWA TNA, I don't think, by the end of this year. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. That's what I mean. Yeah. So they drop the National Wrestling Alliance total nonstop action. Then it's just total nonstop action. Right, but they still address it as the NWA championship, right? Correct. That's what I mean. And then they drop. So then it takes a while for them to finally drop that. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. So, like, we have this slow transition of, like, we drop the name. And then we keep the title, but then we drop the title. But as we're still shitting their name on TV, which is, I think, kind of funny. Right, right. I know it's, he's a heel and it's a storyline, but I just think it's yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's interesting to see that happen. Yeah. Cash is so. uh, threatening Jerry Lynn to go backstage and get his boots and fight him in the ring. 
So then Kid Cash is going to kick the crap out of him. I believe he wants him to sign that shit, too, but it's yes. not going to happen. Yeah. I just want to point out that we're already, like, 14 minutes into the show. Whoa. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. That is, I don't think I'm on, like time and a half uh speed on i was dude i was gonna say i feel like it was felt like five minutes already <gasps> yeah, oh, oh my god he broke this fucking clipboard on kid cash's head it literally shattered into pieces and they go to the floor brawling here for a minute wait is this a mat no it's not a match posey's out there but why is he he's just waving his arms around like he doesn't know what to do with them oh well, jerry gets drops jerry lynn guard really Reminds me of when crushed that to Randy Savage on October 93 Raw. Oh. I'm going to say it now. I think that Kid Cash is a great first, like, little story, like, feud to build with Jerry Lynn's return. Uh, yeah, I think storyline-wise it makes sense. I mean, Watts brings him back, apparently. And then Kid Cash is like, no, you're going to sign to be with Jarrett. So, and yeah, I think I, they're going to work good together, too. So I, I'm, I think yeah. I'm pretty excited about this. Jerry Lynn fighting back here. Mike Posey's pretending that he's going to break this up, but he he's not. He's just waving his arms. <laughs> yeah, it's all he's doing is just, uh, <laughs> uh, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Kikashi can throw a big clothesline by Jerry Lynn. Come on! He's all fired up. Tosses Cash to the floor, over to the top, to the floor. Wow. Andrew Thomas is like, what the heck? He's ringside. Posey did absolutely nothing. He was just there waving his arms, saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh. He's ripping up the signed paper. I'm not signing that shit. Earlier today, look, it's a TNA jet, dude. Look at the little logo on it. Is that a real logo? Is that Photoshop? They probably stuck it on there for this. It's like the little tiny graphic to stick on for the little shoe. Because you wouldn't even see that from the sky, so what's the point of it? Yeah, no way. Isaac Stenenbaum. Yeah, Isaac Shittenbaum. The stipulation stands, sir. So, so next week, Callis versus Watts. They literally have to fight it out in the ring. What the heck? Why did what they censor right there? I don't know. Tom Stittenbaum. This is his brother, Isaac. Tell Tom to call me in the morning. Is Jared wearing, like, an OG shirt right now? Like, a Wednesday pay-per-view shirt? The white one from, like, the first show? Yeah, he uh, is. He, yeah. I like how they're completely ignoring the fact that Don Callis is a former wrestler. See, I forget about that, too, though, to be honest. So that is kind of... Uh, I know, but he... It's like he's like, I can't do this. I've never wrestled before. Oh, Sonny Siaki has turned you down three weeks in a row. He doesn't want to hear any excuses from Kid Cash. Sonny Siaki, better sign tonight. Back to Don Kels. I can't do it. See, I'm Yeah, you are, dude. You've done that. El Leon. He's going to eliminate El Leon tonight. Get out of here, Hudson. What oh, street, street fight, fight with El Leon? 
As they go into the broom closet, the the janitor's closet. Um, I was going to mention this, actually, when I mentioned Explosion Bob, and now we're at a a, a gathering uh, segment here. But I wanted to mention this early since it literally only makes sense with Explosion. But um, on February 6th at 10 p.m., Explosion will be starting on the Sunshine Network. uh, And they are also starting on Comcast Sports South. So they're getting a little bit more exposure with that Explosion. Unfortunately, not in the Northeast. I think the Sunshine one's probably a really good one because ECW's uh, there on that. Really? Look at that. Florida, yeah. So we're seeing about Salmon being beaten down with the kendo sticks by the gathering as James Mitchell is on their side. Now you know what? So what I'm going to do. Yeah, so this is just Sandman's promo from last week. Bob has left me alone and I don't. And I just Sandman talking. I don't really know what else to say. He's bringing balls, balls, Mahoney. Mitchell saying, "You're you, you're chair swinging freak. You like to roll around thumbtacks for fun." Punk and De Niro are going to beat them at their own game. Anyone who sides with Raven gets screwed. <clears throat> That was my uh, first pee break of the night. Here's Punk and De Niro coming out with Father James Mitchell. You didn't really miss anything besides Mitchell um, basically saying that if you align with yourself with Raven, you're going to get screwed. Wow. I don't. I don't think that's inaccurate, really. Yeah. If you kind of look back at it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, there's nothing going on for Punk on the. Uh, Indie news here. I um, as, I'm not going to even incorporate Jerry Lynn because we didn't know he was here. To begin with. Well, you could. Well, what about what he's been? Uh, what has been? Has he been up to though? Has he been doing a lot of stuff without TNA or what? All right. Well, I can look that up in a minute. Uh, let's see. Julio De Niro. Uh, he's been doing nothing either. Sandman into the sea of juggalos. I can look. I'm sure Jerry Lynn's been fucking busy. I mean, that guy's usually everywhere. Bob, are you a, are you a Fago fan? Do you like Fago? I don't even. I don't know what that is. It's a soda. See, I thought it was. Uh, I hear I it's. Want. I hear there's quite the following. Really? Yeah, I hear it's not that like, bad. Like even still. Oh yeah, it's a thing. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, as you mentioned, Jerry Lynn, we haven't seen him since October 1st. Uh, I'm only going to maybe mention things of note here. Oh, yeah, even uh, just, like, where he's been, like, what he's been up to. Yeah, so back in November, he was uh, in the Ted Petty Invitational. Uh, he made it to the quarterfinals where he defeated Michael Shane in the first round but lost to AJ Styles in the quarterfinals. Wow. Uh, he's been with Zero One. That was back in December. He had a little uh, tour there. He lost to Sabu 
in 3PW back on December 27th of 2003. He was part of MLW's final two uh, shows for their first run, where he lost to Michael Modest on January 9th, but then defeated Teddy Hart on January 10th. Uh, it looks like as of this moment here in TNA, he is actually the IWA Mid-South Heavyweight Champion because he defeated Danny Daniels on wow. January 16th at a matter of pride. And he then successfully defended that title against Ace Steel the next night on January 17th. Did you say Ace Steel? I did. I just saw that Ace Steel opened up a pro wrestling tea store. I was like, oh my God, do I need to buy an Ace Steel shirt? You do like Ace Steel. I do like him. So I was pretty happy yeah. to see that. Although I don't want my credit card information to be stolen. That, well, okay. use PayPal, everyone. Be safe. Right. Uh, here's a, a, actually an interesting match. I didn't even know that this is really even a thing. Uh, Jerry Lynn teamed up with Samoa Joe in a losing effort against the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, the Briscoe Brothers, on January 29th. That might be actually an intriguing match to watch. Mm. Uh, oh, actually, that actually happened after the show. Okay, so Bob's getting ahead of himself. But... So now I'm getting, I'm getting excited talking about Well, Jerry I would Lynn. like everyone to know all of that Jerry Lynn stuff, Sandman just finished his entrance, and now Balls is about to come up. Isn't that crazy? Uh, all right, well, Balls Mahoney, speaking of which, uh, he most recently, another kind of bizarre match. Uh, I'm, well, they're actually going at already. General hitting Sandman with some Kendo Six, but he lost to Samoa Joe in a Ring of Honor world title match on January 9th at the JAPW Ring of Honor joint show, a match that went 16 minutes and 21 seconds. Jeez. So if you like Balls Mahoney, by God, watch that match with Samoa Joe. And then for Sandman, there's nothing. He hasn't done anything. Wow. At least according to Cage Match, he hasn't done anything. So. He can't open the beer with Sandman. There we go. You got it. Easy dub. Easy dub. Balls looks very weird right here. I, he, did he dye his hair like a weird color or something? Balls Mahoney? Yeah. It looks like it's like purple. Yeah. And he's wearing a very weird like purple singlet underneath his what we used to be shorts. Yeah. Um, so, oh, this is under Texas tornado rules, we were just told. So this is going to be nuts. Thank God. Well, it, it kind of should be, right? Oh, wow, nice look at that. Set out kind of a spine buster by a balls. That was pretty nice. Um, during Sandman's entrance, Tanae did make reference to the Insane Clown Posse. There was huge parties in the parking lot with the Juggalos. I missed exactly what was said, but I did hear um, bits and pieces about that. So pretty interesting. So they are not ignoring the fact that the Insane Clown Posse has been said they were going to be here. Hey, but when are they going to? I don't understand how they're going to incorporate them. I have no idea. Hmm. But I'll tell you what, they're going to get a fucking massive pop with all their fans there if they do show up. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Punk's black and white attire this week. Not very bright. I think it looks pretty good. I think I like when he wears uh, white shorts. The white is nice. Oh, wow. Sam Punk gets knocked out of the ring by balls with a spinning heel kick. I almost just said cat, cactus check. What is up with his back? 
Uh, is it scars? I don't know. It did look pretty fucked up. It's either scars or it's hairy as fuck. I can't tell. I'm not referencing the tattoo. Let's see. Oh, it is a tattoo. Oh, it is the tattoo. Okay, the quality of it looked really weird. Yeah, from a distance. Sandman got Julio up on the top rope. Well, he's hung over the top rope, I should say. He's climbing to the top himself with a chair in his hand. He's pulling his inner Sabu Mm -hmm. fucking leg drop with the chair across the back of the head of Julio De Niro. Julio! If you're following along at home, we're at 26 minutes and 50 seconds. Or if you're like me, one hour, 27 minutes, and 47 seconds left. Wow, okay. <clears throat> Which, with how my bladder's been operating in recent days, that means I have at least one more bathroom break coming up. Well, to be fair, you're drinking like a gallon water bottle. I saw you chugging that shit earlier. That thing's the biggest water bottle I've ever seen. I don't know if it's a gallon. You bring that to work? Is that like your work water bottle? Uh, yeah, it is. Actually. Wow. Ball's swinging the chair, but De Niro ducks, get, kicks him, shining wizard. Well, it was, funny, it was funny because I was talking to Sarah about it. I was like, I've been peeing a lot lately. Am I okay? And she's like, Bob, you've been drinking a lot of water. Right. And I was like, mm, that's a really good point. I feel like I have a lot more energy, though. So that's good. Wait, Sanjay Dutt, Elix Skipper, Jerry Lynn, and oh. Chris Saban. That is our... Oh, Chris Saban. That would be good. Uh, De Niro and Punk just won with a side slam elbow drop off the top onto a chair onto Mahoney. A bag of 10,000 tacks. I wonder who's going to be uh, suffering that one. Probably even Paul's Mahoney. Well, the first week was a handicap match, Punk. I don't know if we can really count that. Uh, are the, the lights are... Are the lights going out? I feel like that was a bad uh, production thing. It just said, quote the Raven three times. There's like a flashing light. Is this mind games or something? He's not coming out. Oh, what's happening? There's some weird noises. There's no way they're fucking this up, right? No, I think this is the point. Yeah, that's what I think, too. They're chanting juggalos. See, they're taking over the show. They don't care about this angle. Russian leg sweep. Side Russian leg sweep. White Russian leg sweep by Sandman. (laughs) Know your moves. Okay. Oh, yeah, the internal problems match. That's what they called it. That's what they called it. Because we're getting a video package from that. So, Bob, what do you think about Balls Mahoney's debut here in TNA? I actually don't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad either. I was expecting a lot worse, but you'll be glad to hear that that was his <laughs> it's his only appearance um, <laughs> for a long time. I was going to say, yeah, I think he does come back. Uh, yeah, he comes back in, uh, what, here, 2010? Yeah, probably the hard... Yes, yes, with EV 2.0. And he what comes he back like, as cojones. Cojones, yeah. So, yes, that was his only appearance in our asylum years and for, you know, the next six years. 
I mean, I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm, I kind of like, I kind of like Mahoney because he, he can actually wrestle. He's not just like a, a hardcore bomb of a wrestler. You know what I mean? Well, I guess maybe I just haven't seen the right stuff then. Um, what's this? It's oh yeah. Gil, Gilberti talking cool. with, I believe that. Gilberti talking with Young next week. We got to, we got to finish this. Nobody disobeys me. Nobody disrespects me, and they're going to learn that. And I'm not going to be in the back seat anymore. <laughs> David Young, Glenn Gilberti, backstage with Scott Hudson. Why did you do it? I took him to the top. Without me, they'd be nothing. Pumping gas. I gave them to be. I gave them the opportunity to be, be, to be part of a cohesive group. Bullshit! You brought David Young in that you didn't want, and you you ended up. It's kind of like when you uh, you like start to talk to like a friend at work, and you're like, yeah, we're just friends, and it's like, but then you started to like them, and your girlfriend was like, you probably shouldn't be doing that, and you're like, yeah, but we're just <laughs> friends, and then you end up just having an affair. Are you saying David Young's the coworker he's having an affair with? Dude, he kind of was. He, <laughs> he brought him in. Swinger and Diamond were like, "I don't know about this guy," and he's like, "No, come on, come on, he's fine, he's fine." Have you have you experienced this, Dallas? Have you had an affair with a coworker? No, but it's uh, it's just it's a good story. Good analogy. Analogy. Glengo Birdie, David Young. The light is making them look jacked, but neither one. I mean, they're they're in good shape, I guess, but you know. They're not shredded. I mean, like David Young does, yeah, David Young does look in better shape than uh, I recall him ever being in. Glenn is actually looking pretty good. Although, I, I, he, he, he's out of his peak during his uh, main event run trying to win the title. I, I kind of feel like David Young is sucking in his belly and he's pumping out his chest a little bit. He probably is. All right, April, we get oh, it. Speaking of pumping out chest, there's April. Yeah, we get it. Put your tits away, all right? Anytime Swinger and Diamond are on, I'm happy, though. So here we go. They just feel like a badass tag team. Like their music and just everything about them. Their music's wicked good. I do like their music. Oh, they're going to get right to business. They're taking their jackets off. They're booking it. Let's see here. Simon Diamond do anything. Oh, that That's a good point. Gilberti did bring in Diamond and Swinger to eliminate America's Most Wanted. Six months ago, Tanae says... And here we are. And they've already broken up. Double flapjack by Diamond and Swinger to David Young. Laying in punches by Swinger and Diamond to David Young. Ooh, nice jawbreaker. Oh, it looks like that nobody in this match uh, <clears throat> did anything of note. Wow. What about Andrew Thomas? No, I'm kidding. Well, Andrew Thomas, you referee. Okay. Uh, no. Do you, wow, all right. Dude, pretty much a reverse problem solver. Pretty much. It was a, a, yeah. a assisted side slam. Side slam neck breaker type of combo. Although I don't understand how holding the guy's okay. head on the way down would really hurt him. 
No, I don't either. Simon is bringing David Young over to Gilberto to try to get Gilberto to tag in, and he wouldn't. Because, of course, the the payoff here is they want their hands on Gilberto. Of course. Simon series looks like. Front suplex. Finishes it off. Push Simon Diamond, folks. Let's go. He, I'm telling you, I think I could get into a, like a, a little bit of a feud with Jared for the title. I think we could get there. I really do. Spinebuster by David Young. Now Gilberti wants to tag because, of course, Diamond's hurt. So. Right. Typical heel heat stuff here. Revolutionary type of heel work here by the Disco Inferno. Slapping the head of Simon Diamond. Hit me on the jaw. I dare you, Glenn. Keep doing it. Gilberti off the ropes. Swing neckbreaker. One, two, kick out by Diamond. Here comes David Young once again. Come on, Diamond. Who do you think is going to... I can't imagine Diamond and Swinger losing. I, they can't, unless they're going to keep doing this story, I guess. Springboard moonsault by David Young, but the referee is distracted by Swinger, but still gets a two count. I mean, he kind of... He did hit the move, Don. <laughs> wasn't great. I don't know. He didn't hit all of it. I mean, if anything, he was probably more impactful because his knees went directly into his face. So that probably hurts more than just your chin. Because half the time when you do a springboard moonsault, they don't ever hit. Like anytime Jeff Hardy hits the swanton, it's usually the back of his head. He like barely hits it. It hits it. Oh, look, Gilberti pulling down his knee pad. Oh, oh but he missed this. High risk off the middle rope. Missed it because Diamond moved out of the way. He's going for the tag on Swinger. Is he going to get it? Oh, my God. He's David right there. there. I he thought Swinger it. was going to just drop down on him the way that they were angling that. Half of the fans in the crowd, are like the juggalo section, are turned around like yelling at each other. Like they're not even... They're not paying attention to the show. Back body drop by Swinger onto David Young. Gilberti from behind, but look at that. Swinger ducked that. What if they... Oh, so what's going on is they're chanting ICP and there's people on the other side saying sucks. So they're arguing with other fans. Oh, my God. I hate Bob. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it either. It just doesn't... It's so, like, counterproductive. Oh, it just shows you... Swinger. It, kind of, it kind of shows you how oh. stale, like, the wrestling is, if that's what's going on. Oh. Well, the problem's all around David Young. That should do it. One, two, three. Got it. So Gilberti X, ex- well, Albert, God damn it, Gilberti accidentally clotheslines uh, Young, and then uh, Young gets the problem solver, giving Swinger and Diamond the victory. 
Wow, look at that. Well, that's, I mean, pretty much a clean win, I'd say. Oh, it's absolutely a clean win. So, uh, uh, wait a second, Bob. We're cutting pretty quick. D- uh, Kid oh, Cash no. is dragging Sarah Lee by her hair. She already signed, didn't she? Yeah. What is she? What is he going to do? Like, hey, Jerry Lynn, I got your girlfriend. He, he can't get over the railing. Don, Don West is pointing like, you got to go that way. He, he couldn't get over the railing. He couldn't open the railings. So he had to go. That's funny. Oh, my God. Talk about the heat, dude. He's beating up an old lady. You know what's funny, though? I, I bet you she was like. Play it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It in. Make it look good, brother. Because remember, we she is an old wrestler. She already signed it, though, I thought. Look at him choking her out. Oh, my God. Didn't she sign it, or did she escape without having to sign it? I don't know, dude. I'm pretty sure she signed. She Maybe. definitely signed it. It was in, it was in a, like, a picture-in-picture, picture, but see, here we go. Now here's Tiny again. Oh, now she's pulling his hair. Look, Gilberti and Young are still in the ring, which is funny. He took the shirt. Dude, crowd's going nuts for him again. I love it. Oh, God. Oh, no. Great. Gilberti's got to take the heel heat. What is he going to do? Pile driver? He's waiting because Tiny doesn't realize he's got to cut it off. Uh, I don't know, dude. I think he's about the pile driver. Oh, there's that. Oh, Chris Vaughn. Chris Vaughn. This is ridiculous. Oh, Cash cuts him off. He dropkick Gilberti, but Cash ends up hitting him. I guess we're going to get a six-person tag next week. It's going to be Chris Vaughn, Tiny, and uh, Sarah Lee against uh, Cash, Gilberti, and David Young. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Could you imagine? Look, Sarah Lee's going back at Cash, though. Who's this? Oh, fuck. No, here's your third man. Don Harris, Heavy D. Of course, Don. <sighs> yeah, bail to the floor, Glenn. See you later. Hey, look, Chris Vaughn is in the worst possible spot. That was the shittiest H-bomb I've ever fucking seen. Well, he doesn't have his brother to also help him. Look at this! Look at this group of misfits: Sarah Lee, Tiny the Bellkeeper, Chris Vaughn, and fucking Don Harris. They're all the uh, they're all members of uh, ICP, the, the Juggalos. That was a fun little segment. Weird placement, I feel like, but yeah. I didn't like Gilberti and Young's involvement. I guess there's oh. a limo. Oh, Johnny Fairplay. There's beautiful women coming out of, of the limo in bikinis. This one doesn't mind you. On. It's it's January. Oh, did she get pulled back in? Yep. Oh, he's got some extracurricular activity. They just said. This is from Explosion last Wednesday, ten thirty four p.m. Is Sonny taking a shit? Yes. Oh, he mind if definitely. I take a doo doo in private? Trinity's yelling at him. Here's Kid Cash.
the hell? I like how you can't tell who it is. It's clearly Kit Kat. Look at him. Sign your name. Look, he pushes it underneath the stall. Sign it and shit. I'm not signing anything. He pushed it back. I think they should have put this on earlier in the show because Jarrett told Cash, like, you need to get Siaki. And this is from last week. Oh, it is. Oh, that's right. Last Wednesday. It's like... Yeah. Right. So he's already, they already spoiled the fact that he hasn't got him. Right. Who's advising him? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good point. Don't talk to me like that. You should sign it. Does that mean Trinity signed it? If he's, if she's saying he should sign it? Hmm. What are you going to do? He says to Trinity. Oh, she God. said, wait, where's the It's pen? on the bathroom floor. Oh, don't use it. Door got stuck. Okay, she signed it. I like how every time she walks away, he's just like, call me. Oh, Siaki just found out that she signed. Oh, okay. So it's leading to an interview. Sonny Siaki is with Trinity. Scott Hudson said, wait, what is that? You're joining Jeff Jarrett with behind my back? Trinity's saying, well, you should sign it. I don't like how she's uh, back essentially aligned with her domestic abuser. Yeah, kind of a weird choice. Oh, you stay out of my match. She's like, I'll be there. He's like, no, my TV time. All right, great. Why are we going back to – is Lollipop not there? That's not Lollipop, so Lollipop is not there. Right. They made an executive decision to go with April. That's good. I ain't complaining. Well, of course you're not complaining. Hasten the whole Sunny Siaki looking like a fucking star. Looking like a young rock. I did it for the rock. All right. I did it. I did it. For the rock. My favorite storylines ever. From Chicago, Illinois. Uh, uh, tell me what you want. Was D'Lo Brown? I like his old song way better. Yeah, you know what's funny? D'Lo Brown's only forty-six. Like right now. Yeah. Whoa. How is that even possible? That's pretty crazy. Blew my mind. Uh, all right, let's see what. Um... So he did just say this is his first time back in the States. He's only been here for 48 hours. He must have been in Japan or something like that. I missed exactly where they said he was, but you might tell us right now. I'm going to. He was, uh, he's been in all Japan pro wrestling. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's, well, he's been potentially back longer than, well, you said 48 hours? They said 48 hours. Yeah, well, his last, his last uh, match in Japan was on the 18th. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, during that time, he largely was teaming up with Buchanan and Jamal. They have a group called R.O. R.O. and D. Mm. So, okay. whatever that means. And they, uh, it looks like they were undefeated during the tour. 
Yeah, they didn't lose yeah, at all. Why not? So they must be getting quite the push here in all Japan. Makes sense why he's maybe taking that as a priority. Huh, uh, Sonny Siaki, as I've said before, he hardly ever does any indie stuff, so I don't think he has anything going on. But just to be safe, I guess I could check. Yeah, you might, you might as well, because maybe he won a title. I swear to God, if he did, I'll laugh. Uh, no, what a shock. He hasn't done anything. In fact, maybe uh, somebody can remind me to not look up Sonny Siaki. He doesn't do anything until about May. And even then, it's pretty much nothing. So. It's good stuff. Going for the cover. Uh, two count. Now, remember, these guys have had a, uh, a rivalry of sorts. Caskets. Uh, like a birdcage thing. That was involved. Oh. Big super kick by Sunday Siaki. Knocking D'Lo off his feet, out of his boots. Are you down with the bro? It was about Bob is still eating noodles. He's been it's eating a big noodles. bowl, dude. He's been eating noodles for fifty, or actually, a hundred, an hour and a half. You've been eating these noodles. Yeah, I'm slowly going after it. How many boxes of noodles is in that bowl? Uh, half. That's only half. Yeah. Oh, it looks like way more. Mm-mm. Okay, I won't judge you as hard for that. I guess. Okay. I mean, I. You know, half a box for dinner and lunch with my girlfriend. But how is that even a serving size? Because that's actually what the serving is. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> wow. oh, D'Lo slams Sunny Sake down to the ground. Crowd's chanting D'Lo. There's not an ICP chant yet. You're really making me feel like I should, uh, like, reevaluate my serving size uh, usage. I mean, when I when I did, I was like, "Damn, I'm eating way too much food." Oh yeah, I mean, I already I already know that. that well, I, you're at least you're yeah, you're self aware. You just yeah. don't care. Right. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, pretty much. I got plenty of room to store it, so I might as well you know use the storage. That's a good point. Dilo with a leaping forearm into the corner of where Sonny Saki was just whipped into. Dilo looks like he's going going up. Is he going to hit the bl- bl- low down? Low down? Because the sky high is like the powerbomb thing. Nope. He goes with a leaping clothesline because Sonny Saki got to his feet. Shit, shake the head. Oh, see the clothesline. Look at Larry at one, I f- two. I feel like Delo's working a lot more aggressive right now, and I really like it. It's the Japan, dude. I'm telling you. I, li- I like this right I, now from Delo. I don't hate it. Swing side side side. One, Swing. two. Oops, there comes there's Trinity. She was told to stay away, and here she is. Well, and when uh, Rudy Charles had half his body on the apron again, I thought that she was going to pull him out because that's like Rudy Charles's trademark thing. Well, that's good that he does it even when he's not being pulled out. That's true. Consistency. I always like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Telling Trinity to leave. He grabs a chair, Sonny Siaki, that is. You know what I don't understand? What's that? Is if, if Trinity does not like Sonny Siaki, why is she with him? Why did she oh. come out there? Uh, good question. D'Lo Brown just kicked a chair into Siaki's face, but that's not a disqualification here in TNA. 
No, wax rules, bro. Yeah. Look at those mugs. Everybody's just got ICP paint on their face. Oh, uh, Trudy uh, Charles, grab the chair from D'Lo. Trinity on the top rope goes for a. Oh my God! It was supposed to be like a tornado DDT, I think, but it looked like she got hurt more than D'Lo did. Yeah, it looked more like a swing flatliner. Right. D'Lo landing on top of her. Sunday Zach, you got a two count off of that. Come on, ref. And she's trying to help him win. Like, what are we? What are we doing? This doesn't make any sense. From like a to story. Prove, well, she's proving that he needs her, but obviously that wasn't the case right there. Oh, sky high. Going for the exact lips, but no, sky high, and he oh gets a three count. Clean finish again. Wow. Delo song sucks. If you like this Delo song, you, then I don't know what to tell you. Wow. Down yeah. with the brown is way better. I didn't know who was coming out because I didn't know the song. D N X C Y. And he and he doesn't have the. Uh, he didn't have his like weird boxing robe on this week. Yeah, Remember? he was wearing that for a while. Yeah. Also, maybe he realized shirt. he looked like an idiot. He also doesn't need that shirt, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of intrigued to see his all Japan stuff because that's clearly where this style is coming from. Uh oh, here comes uh -oh. Kid Cash. Let me get some more noodles. More noodles. Great. Science, Sonny, and he'd be like, "No, who who do we think is advising him not to do it?" I don't know. Hey, dude, where is Ekimo? What the fuck? Hmm. Is he back with WWE? Oh. I did like that tag team. I bet so you, Siaki. I. I bet you. That WWE would have taken Siaki and Ekmo, but Siaki's under contract. I bet you. I wouldn't be surprised. Cash is insisting that Siaki signs. The Juggalos are saying no, so is he going to do it? No. Are you with Jeff Jarrett or crew, or are you against him? He grabs the pen. Nope, he threw it. Threw it pretty far. Oh, gets slapped by Kid Cash. Technically, Trinity's on Cash's side. She should probably help him out at this point. I was just going to say that. Yep, here we go. She pulls Sonny off of Cash. He points to get away. That's my boyfriend you're hitting. Oh, no. shit. Huge kick to Sonny Saki by Trinity. Cash pulls him up. I believe he calls that the dead level, if I'm remembering correctly. I think that's right. Trinity with a moonsault to Sunny Siaki. They have really just ruined the Trinity character at this point. Well, she's kind of all over the place, man. Wow. Oh, what's this? I hear music. Oh, is it Trinity's oh, song? Trin that's Trinity's music. Whoa. She just put Cash tried to hug her and she put the hand up in the face and walked away. Like he's saying, call me. Okay, Scott Hudson, backstage, Jarrett, the red shirts, Don Callis. 
That's right. He wants the tag belts, but they got to go through America's Most Wanted. Jarrett's getting ready for a street fight, they just said. So apparently Jarrett's match with El Leon is a street fight. They have not mentioned that once on the broadcast. We are 54 minutes and 14 seconds. Well, they, they mentioned that in the previous segment with Callis. Well, that's what – well, yes, with the – I am fighting him tonight. But, like, Tanae and stuff hasn't actually mentioned it. Right. That's what I mean. Like, it wasn't announced even in the beginning of the show or anything like right. Jarrett's fighting. Unless we missed it. We could have missed it. I don't I'll, think it I'll was. I don't think it was. But you're right. We could have missed it. Oh, another video package. Fantastic. Well, here, let me see if I got some uh, something we can talk about. I forgot about this match tonight, Bob. Shane Douglas is going to be facing Loki and Skipper, I believe, isn't it? Or did I get the two? No, it's a handicap. You're right. Or no, it's Daniels Skip- and Skipper. Daniels and Skipper. I couldn't remember which two it was. Um, let me see what I got here for news. I don't have a ton really left, I don't think, but I'm going to pull this up during this video package. I haven't mentioned anything else in a little bit. It's loading very slow. Oh, here. For, you know what? For waiting, let me give you a good one, Bob. Okay. Um, Brian Kendrick, Spanky, has... Uh, he asked for his release from WWE on January 13th. Really? Um, and guess what? He's already contacted TNA, and it's almost a sure thing that he'll be working there between Japan tours. They like him, but because uh, Zero One will be his priority, he'll be on a similar schedule to Loki, so he won't be pushed as the focus of the X Division. Uh, he may not be able to start there immediately, as he has 90 day non compete cause or non compete, and the non compete in WWE's eyes late has only meant TNA. But he's working on getting cleared for TNA sooner. Hmm. So what do you think about that? That's some big news, right? I like Spanky. Yeah, so do I. I think that's a pretty a pretty big um, thing there. So he's not gone that long from WWE, right? Because he, he definitely goes back with uh, the team of London. Right. Shane Douglas, Michael Shane, and... Uh, Tracy talking this from Explosion. They're actually telling us the interviews are courtesy of Explosion this time. I bet you that's to get the people watching to beg their cable providers to get exploded. That's that's smart. Skip, we're talking to Daniels. We gotta get we gotta get Triple X together, man. They're saying Loki won't listen to Daniels. Skipper, because you hit him with a chair. Does Skipper not know that? What if Skipper was just Wait, have unaware. they changed the match, Bob? Look at Primetime and Fallen Angel versus the franchise, unless it's still just a handicap match. They made it look like a tag match. It, it did make it look When they said franchise, are they, is that the group now? And well, that's why kinda, they're it, saying franchise? It kind of was before. But Shane Douglas is also known as the franchise. The franchise. Oh, she just got her cue to start dancing. <laughs> you got to move. Oh. Shane Douglas and Michael Shane. That's okay, so this is a tag match now. I'm not going to so, complain about that. No, and I think that they were definitely... Maybe they misspoke when they said the franchise. But I feel like they said Shane Douglas. I don't know. Well, I... The new franchise, though. That's like their name, so I get it. Right. Da-da-da. Do you remember... Remember my name. Ooh. 
Tracy's got a very weird hat on that I do not like. Tracy's very hit or miss for me. But that's just my opinion. Not that I could even land a girl like Tracy, but whatever. Oh, yeah, so just watch your mouth. Yeah. I should uh, put me in my place. Right, so here comes Daniels and Skipper. They are coming out together. So essentially, I'm going to say it. I think this is essentially the the reunion of Triple X, really. They're not set. They aren't called Triple X again, but they're doing the X's. They are teaming up again, so I think it's safe. To is say. that Triple X's original music? I don't know if it is or not. No, they had like the the like sex kind of song. Right, and they just came out to Daniel's music, right? Right, correct. So I don't know if that's considered a tag team. I don't know either, but I'm saying no, it is. Wait, Tanay just said this was originally a handicap match. Oh wow! And Shane Douglas was able to use his political maneuvering to make it. Oh, a, okay. To make it a tag team match. I like that. Okay, I'm Who not. Would have thought complain. Shane Douglas had political power here in uh, TNA. I'm not surprised. Shane Douglas seems like the type of guy that would sign for uh, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Same thing with Michael Shane. Clothesline in the corner here by Daniels and uh, on Douglas as they are really involved. And, of course, as soon as they say that, Skipper tags into the match. Quick tags. Bob, we are about to be at the hour mark, and I will tell you when in about two seconds. Right now, one hour. Uh, this yeah. show's kind of flying by for me. I, uh, I'm going to agree with you. It's weird. When you said we were 14 minutes in, when I thought it was not even five yet, I That's was what like, I thought. whoa. Yeah, I felt like, oh, I've been watching this for three minutes, and I looked down, and I was like, wait a minute. That bar is definitely not three minutes. And I looked, and right. I was like, oh, my God, it's been 14 minutes already. I guess, you know what? When you're having fun, time just flies by. That's right. Big Skipper in whips. Oh, whips Michael Shane in the corner. Daniel's got his elbow up. I like that he did the elbow there. That was nice. Counter Shane Douglas's, I don't know what to call that, neck. The the rolling neck, like a reverse rolling neck snap or whatever. Yeah. That's right. Mr. Aguila is the former S.A. Rios. Well, they said we're going to talk about him soon. So I'm assuming we're going to be talking about Team AAA in a few minutes. Probably. I mean, Skipper is part of Team TNA, so it's only this would make sense placement-wise of, hey, we should talk about that after this. Yeah, Skipper just matrix out of the uh, pin attempt and then uh, drop Shane with a heel kick. Yeah, that was nice. I would assume, strictly because Skipper's in the Team TNA team, that those two are going to win this match. I feel like they want to try to make him look strong as they lead into the Super X Cup. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. But Daniel split like moonsault without splitting the, his legs. Right. I don't know if TNA ever really follows the sensible thing, though. Hey, you never know. So far they are because the ICP has not made their debut. <laughs> yeah, what is up with that? Well, and I'll tell you right now, with the ICP stuff, since I don't really know if they're going to be coming, so I already mentioned how they have claimed they're going to be here. Dave notes that their debut is going to be on this show. 
because probably because they said it, but kind of following along those lines, Vampiro was also scheduled to return, but they've decided what? against it because of his recent interviews. Damn it. Well, you know what? And that would make sense with ICP because right. in WCW they had they had a, an alignment there, a stable. Uh, just a couple of minute, couple of, uh, moments ago, Triple X did a nice uh, vertical suplex cross body combo. So, front suplex. Some good uh, tag team wrestling here. Oh, damn it! Douglas hit the rolling neck snap on Skipper. Uh, what about indie notes for these guys? Did anyone do anything? Oh God, you're so smart. I was doing so good. I know. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Let's see if Michael Sheen has done anything. I'm going to guess no. And it looks like I'm right. Michael he Sheen, nothing. He doesn't seem to do much either. He really does. And I, you would think he would. But for the most part, he really doesn't. Jesus Christ. Shane Douglas, man. Come on. He took a long break, I guess. Uh, Shane Douglas also. Nothing. Okay. So Fair enough. The bookings are uh, drying up here for some of these guys. Let's see. Christopher Daniels is usually pretty consistent with uh, some oh, stuff. Well, well that was the that. submission that Skipper tapped out to. That's last right. Time. But Daniels broke it up. Smart man. Uh, Christopher Daniels, he had one match over the past weekend. He defeated Eric Cannon. On January 17th for MPW in Maple Grove, Minnesota. So there's that. And then let's see Elk Skipper. First chin lock here. And as Tanay says, it puts the pressure on the back of his neck. Did you know that Elk Skipper's last match was against Tyler Black? That's just a fun note. Like ever? His last match? Apparently, yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah, he did not have... He didn't, he didn't have any indie news here. And by the looks of it, Skipper doesn't have a lot of indie stuff either. Another shocking type of uh, development here. But yeah, all right. That, uh, that does that. And just just to get ahead of the game here, okay? AMW and the redshirt security, they don't have anything either. So don't even ask me. <laughs> don't worry about it. Whatever, bro. Don't even worry about it. Whatever. We do only have two more matches after this one, Bob. Well, yeah, but we also have Johnny Fairplay. No, that's and that's going to take, I bet you, 20 minutes. Going to take a minute. Yeah. Douglas is setting up chairs. Ringside. Look at this. Okay, she's got four. Okay, they're making it. They're setting up chairs ringside. I feel like that's not going to end well for somebody. No. Okay. And yes, I did forget about Johnny Fairplay because once again, you don't, I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is, and I don't know if I really care. I care. I feel like I cared more about Hermie Sadler being here than Johnny <laughs> Fairplay. I was like, "Yo, Hermie's here." <laughs> Probably because I like his name better, but because you like Hermie. Hermie. I can respect that. Remember, I had to make it up to Hermie Sandler. I was making him, him look like a jabroni, so I had to do an entire thread on our Twitter page of him getting some action in when he was wrestling. 
Right, because wasn't he like, why am I always getting beat up? Right. So then I made that up to him really good. So I think Hermie, friend of the show now. Yeah. Oh, Michael Shane was trying to back suplex, skip around those chairs, but he just he threw Michael Shane into the guardrail instead. I told you the story about how I, I, uh, I didn't tag him in my tweet, but he like saw the tweet because he searched himself and he replied to me. I don't know. Okay, so I was uh, watching a UWF TNA show from like 2006 mm-hmm. and uh Hermie like cuts a promo in the ring and he's like there's gonna be law and order here there's not gonna be any shenanigans or whatever the first three matches all had shenanigans there's like dqs and stuff so i you know make a post about it and then he like t- two days later found it here's daniels is well he was cleaning house so he got poked in the eye by shane michael shane um no double close line by daniels you can't keep Daniels down, I tell you. No, you can't. Uh, but Hermie was like, uh, I'm going to have to look into this. Mind you, the show was from 2006. And it was like 2019 or whatever. And he's I'm like, like what? This that. is blasting me. I'm going to have to look into this. Blue Thunderbomb. Daniels can't keep Michael Shane down for long. Only a two count. Bob is good at getting people to vanity search themselves. And then, it's like, amazing. Reply, and then either block him or reply to his tweets. It's amazing. I don't know what I said about Velvet Sky, but she must have saw it, and then she fucking blocked me. <laughs> so. Corkscrew. <laughs> it probably wasn't something good regarding Velvet Sky, just for the record. I was probably criticizing her lack of work rate or something. Jesus. So. Well, I, for one, like Velvet Sky, and I met her at the House Hardcore show, and she was very nice. I'm I'm not saying she's a bad person. She's probably just a good wrestler. Hey, knock it off. I'm, I'm not a good wrestler. So. Okay, Skipper climbing up to oh. the middle rope. Tracy just threw a chain in the ring, and now she's climbing up on the rope. Oh, my God. What, what is, is happening? Tra- don't. What are we doing? <gasps> oh! Bob, what the fuck? Oh, what? Why? Oh, she's fucked up, dude. Dude. She's fucked up. Okay, guys. So what Michael the Shane, fuck was that, dude? Michael Shane just last rights. pushed last rights. Just pushed Tracy and Ely Skipper and they fucking splashed the chairs. And yeah, Tracy's fucked up. Shane Douglas has the chain. He just punched Daniels in the face. Puts Michael Shane over him. Cheap finisher. Raph, do your fucking job. One, two, three. There you go. Are we going to see a replay? Uh, We're absolutely going to see a replay of that. They love the replays. And why would you show a replay of uh, that? That was one of the craziest spots I think we've seen. That's insane. I couldn't believe that. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, my God, dude. Now, to his credit, Skipper was definitely taking the brunt of it. Whoa, oh, whoa. God, she's fucked up, dude. She can't be feeling good. She's holding her left arm. Three have crew on the TNA tag teams. Great. So this is like that, Um, what, what's it called there, Bob? Mystery uh, Theater. Mystery Theater. 
more fudging than a Hershey concession stand, Conan just said about the red shirt security. Okay, and now they're on Shane Douglas. Oh. Okay. He said, okay, I'm not going to hit a girl. And they're like, oh, you wouldn't hit that? And he's like, oh, well. Well, I mean, yeah. He looks it rough right on the backside. Here's CM Punk. Here, Odele. Julio De Niro. I didn't realize there were so many tag teams. Oh, uh, Gilberti and Young. Oh, my God. They said they're having an argument over the fact that Gilberti's dating the construction worker from the village people. <sighs> Auto-erotic asphyxiation, too. That's what they're saying about Harris being choked out. Oh, he was at Jamestown's birthday party. He's blown out the candles. Okay. okay. That was a fun. odd segment. That was fun. Well, here come the red shirts. Of a combined weight of nearly 600 pounds. Six, 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 five. Why do I feel like the red shirts are going to win? Uh, I was sort of thinking that too, to be honest with you, Bob. I mean, I, don't know. I feel like AMW is so played out. In the tag division? I mean, you can make the argument that AMW has been played out since, like, week seven. I mean, you're not. That's fair. Find the defendants guilty. See how James Storm looks. We we did read him wrong last week. We did. We definitely read him wrong last week. Oh, they're going right to it, though. I don't know. Can't tell. It's hard. The lights, you can't really see the faces. So, But they're wearing their white gear. Would they really want to lose in that awesome gear? I don't know. I would try to avoid it. They probably, actually, they might have lost the last time they were in it, but whatever. That's true. We're just brawling ringside. I'm shocked. Brawling in TNA? What? Look at all these creepy faces of the Juggalos. It's freaking weird. I know. It's creeping me out. I feel like I'm watching Halloween. To watching Halloween. Yeah. I hope there's no jugglers listening. I don't want to get death threats. I just can't wrap my head around somebody being like, hey, I'm in the mood to look like a clown. Literally. Right. A clown. Well, it's kind of the thing, though. Not a clown like an idiot, but a clown like a literal clown. An actual clown. Yeah. So. This is coming from a guy that wears a Macho Man Randy Savage bedazzled jacket in public, but hey. I mean, is what it is. It's different. Exactly. Legend tossing Storm into the ring. 
Northcutt and Has Harris the match even officially started yet? No. It has not. At least if they did, I didn't hear the bell because so much craziness was happening. Uh, well, there, so uh, everyone's in the ring and there's no bell, so it might have already, it might have technically begun. Well, Tiny might be knocked out. So maybe he's not there to ring the bell. Legend Duck Dean Zaguri, they're do, doing some counters, going for hip toss, counters that. James Trump clotheslines him. What about? Yeah, probably right Le- Legend is definitely not going to the gym. He's not what? He's not going to the gym. I don't blame him. I wouldn't. I mean, if you're, if my whole character is, hey, I get to wear pants and a t-shirt. Clearly, my job isn't to have a great-looking body. Maybe Fez, right? Is that what he was saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because Harris does the Fez press every match. Yeah, well, it's a tribute to the great NWA champion. Right. What the heck? They're saying Northcote was stabbed 11 times, and he's been shot. So they're saying how tough he is because he keeps getting stabbed. Mm. Running Bulldog by Harris goes for the cover. You know, you probably shouldn't say, hey, this guy's been stabbed 11 times and shot and then almost get beat by a Bulldog. The face jam, Bob. Face jam. Excuse me. Okay, What the fuck was that? Storm, I'm sorry. Is he hurt? I think he hurt himself. That looked like crap, so. That was bad. Harris has catapulted Storm into the corner. Storm botched a missile dropkick and uh, is holding his shoulder probably as a way to cover up the fact that he fucked up a move. It's probably like, oh, shit, my arm. Legend with the fake tag. I wish I knew what the ICP people were chanting because I, I don't know. I don't know Juggalo stuff. But they they keep chanting something that must be from a song or something like that. I don't know. They're probably just yelling stuff to just be jerks. Right. Well, St- Storm is still in the ring. He's putting a side shoulder injury. Oh, he could barely punch. Legend. Oh, wait, he he punched with his right arm and then he sold his left arm. Well, it's the idea of it, Bob. Like Rick Santel. Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You got Rick Santel here. You heard his collarbone. Ah! <laughs> well, Northcutt drove him down with an arm bar. But now Legend's got the control on it again. He's working that right arm. Wait. But his his left arm is the one that he was selling. Bob, stop trying to make sense of this. So why is he working on the right arm? Does he want I, both his limbs to be broken? Bob, I don't know. Dude, Dallas, if you if you were on the ground saying, Bob, I just I just shattered my left ankle and we're in a pro wrestling match and I put an ankle lock on your right ankle, mm-hmm. I'm a moron. Holy shit. Northcutt just did an overhead suplex <laughs> to fucking storm into the corner and killed him. He he's landed dead. right on his head. Yeah, he's done. He literally, oh. I bet you he pulled him up because he's like, he ain't getting up. <laughs> hey, I think he did pull him up. He, he definitely pulled him up. Like, 
They're making drops it sound like this is if Northcutt was being a heel, but he's probably like, dude, I just dropped you on your head, and the match isn't supposed to end yet, so I got to pull you up. This is crazy. Wait a second, Bob, I have an idea. What's up? What? This has nothing to do with this match. What okay. if Fair Play brings in the ICP with him? And then it's like, that's a tag team. Huh. I don't like it. That's the point, though. I want to hate it. So it I'm just trying to think of, I'm just trying to think of shitty happen. ideas. That could happen, I guess. I just don't know how else ICP fits in here. I don't. I have no idea. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if they actually show up. I have no clue. I, I don't remember. I think it, I feel like I'd be shocked with how many times the Juggalos have come here that they wouldn't. But I really don't know if they show up can, or not. Like, can you really go two weeks being like, they're going to be here? And like, well, the both thing times is, they're like, we're going to be there. And then they're not there. Well, that's the thing is that the funny thing is it's kind of like them doing it to themselves. The first time they were like, we're going to be there. And then they weren't. Well, you know, and you know what's funny too is that I was thinking, oh, this could be helping with their attendance. But the ICP people could just be waiting in the freebie line to not even right. pay to come in. Which is true. They probably are. But this last time they were supposed to be there and this show, the numbers were up. That's true. But here's and here's my thing, though. If I was TNA, if like if ICP do come in, I'd be like, listen, ICP are going to be on explosion. And the only way you can see explosion is if you buy a ticket to come in. So the whole point of being here, you, you can't see it. So if they want to come in and spend 20 bucks. And then leave after like probably a four minute explosion match. That's on you, pal. But you're better off just staying for the whole two hours, three hours. Right. Just have fun. That's what I would do. Legend up on the top here with, is it Storm he's got? That's definitely still Storm. So Storm's still in the ring. Is he going to go for a sunset flip Now remember, flip his, arms, his, his arms hurt, but he still did a sunset flip powerbomb. Oh my God, Rudy Charles is distracted. Get back into the corner. And Harris is like, dude, turn around. But you're also not in the corner. And then that's going to let Northcutt come in. No, Northcutt over the top. Over the top backdrop by Storm. He was going for the jackknife, it looked like. Come on, tagging uh, Harris, Storm. What are you doing? Here you go. Instagram. Now you're free. Go. Go. Oh, but Harris uh, does a heel turn. and He jumps off the apron. <laughs> yeah, Northcutt pulls him down. <laughs> throws Harris against the guardrail. Okay, ICP is chanting family. Family. That's what it sounds like, at least. Oh, shit. Look at this. S- suplex. Oh, that was almost a brain buster, but an accidental brain buster. Did you see the I way he crashed him? Family. What was that about? Family. Here we go, legend. Oh, almost, but nope. Look at the impact. No, oh, here comes Northcutt. And I do like Northcutt. This so, hasn't this hasn't been as bad as I was thinking it was going to be. No, I'd say it's been okay. Oh, super! Come on, Storm. This is your chance. Come on, let's go. 
He's running our wilderness. He doesn't even know where he is. There we go. I like how they forgot which arm to sell, but whatever. The south paw unloading. Backdrop. Yeah, Harris hasn't been in almost the whole match, so he is the freshest. That is so true. Ducks to the closest line. Comes back with the leaping one. Clothesline's legend to the floor. Now he's got north cut. Oh, drop toll, hold over the middle rope. All right. Simple but effective. Storm got the tag, but I don't think Harris was where. Hurricane Rana on north cut. He's got the leg. Oh, I thought that was going to be it. Two and seven eighths. Oh, Harris gets dropped on the top rope by Legend. Come on, Northcutt. I feel like we need a jackknife powerbomb here. Right. Okay, I don't know what that's supposed Legend to be. Legend just backdropped himself over on uh, Northcutt. Kind of. That should be a disqualification, right? He was, no. Lax rules, bro. Uh-oh. Huge spear by Harris on the north cut. Why is Rudy on the floor? He's yelling at them, Bob. He's a horrible referee, dude. You're not supposed to be on the floor. Here you go. Canatonic. Boom. Yeah, we find the defendant's guilty. He's got the cover. Who's that? Who's that? Who is that? Chase Stevens. And Andy Douglas. Oh, shit, dude. The Naturals are back. Harris is like, I see a ghost. What are you doing here, oh, Chase? No. Andy Douglas throws powder in Harris's eyes. Oh, my God. Stevens just murdered Harris with a freaking chair shot over that. Ah. And Rudy Charles is like, what? What happened? Okay. I haven't Dude. seen those guys in uh, forever, but all right. This is normal. One, two, three. three That's five. a three. Sure Bob. These guys. How do we feel about the naturals? I just got really excited about that, so I'm you for did. it. Okay. I think the naturals are going – It's it's turning into – it's going to turn into kind of what Swinger and Diamond were. I think that we're going to see some really good work out of them fighting America's Most Wanted. And it's going to be like their next like biggest rival. So, And I think right. that was a perfect setup for it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, we're backstage. Scott Hudson with James Mitchell and The Gathering. They're saying Raven is working somewhere in this building. Probably the production truck. They didn't say that part. but Hudson was saying Raven is there? Yep. Or he's at least working in the building somewhere. What? Why would he be there? We told him that Balls Mahoney would not be able to get the job done. And did he? Absolutely not. No, he did not. He lost the match in under four minutes. <laughs> and Sandman, you're in serious need of a tag team partner. You don't need a mystery partner, Sandman. Yes, Raven's lurking in the shadows. He dares him to come out and play. 
and he dares Sammy to choose Raven as tag team partner. Those who make mistakes are doomed to repeat them over and over again. Look into my eyes. Yes, he knows everything in Raven's book, all those tricks. Sandman, talk about bringing a new partner. Bring Raven. Raven, you want to hide in the shadows and turn the lights off in the asylum? You want to play hide and seek? The gathering's going to find you every single time. We already crushed his destiny. Now we're going to break his face. Quote the gathering. Never before. Okay. Not a bad promo there by Punk. Now here no. is uh, Don Callis in the ring. Who's going to buy God run this company next week? <laughs> Big matches are won and lost up here, and he points to his head. If you're following along at home, we're at an hour, 27 minutes, and 20 seconds. Or if you're following along with Bob, we got 27 minutes and 17 seconds left. Okay. Oh, oh boy. He called Doilox a hose bag. A hose bag. <laughs> um, $5 piece of tail. Remember one thing, brother. The fact that I don't wrestle doesn't mean that I can't wrestle, even though earlier he just said he can't. Right. Well, that's probably because he didn't think the camera was there, right? Or do they know the camera's there? No, Scott Hudson was interviewing them, or like in the with the microphone. Oh, that's and... right, that's right. Yeah. All right, so they're about to bring out Johnny Fairplay. It seems he faked the death of his own grandmother. I'd do that for a million dollars. Most hated man in America. So Bob, as. Uh, Johnny Fairplay is about to make his entrance here. First time in the TNA Sound. Does he do anything now? Like, th is he anything? Uh, I believe he has a Survivor podcast. That's fucking weird. <laughs> Pretty sure. I don't know if he has anything else going for him. Like, was, wise. Because they make it seem like he's like this massive reality star, which I guess at, at the, the time, at, at the, the time, time, yes. But sometimes that leads to other things. Look at, they have tiki torches with fake fire on them because they can't light them in the asylum. Here he is. What is he doing? He's dancing. What the fuck? That's this like is, his trademark wait. dance. No, that's Screech. <laughs> that's, that's what Screech was doing at Joe's wedding. That's how he was dancing. Oh, there you go. Screech is Johnny Fairplay. He might be. I'm texting him that. I bet you Screech doesn't know who Johnny Fairplay is. Yeah, he probably doesn't. I like the girls with the tiki torches. With a fake fire. And it's like fucking the cloth version of the fire, too. It's not even like a fake candle. It's just. 
like a pizza piece of cloth. It would have been better if they used like leaves, like fake, like large leaves or something. Yeah. Wait, why does he do that though? Why is he? Does he do that in Survivor? Um, I don't know. I I think this is part of his gimmick here, because Johnny Fairplay is a gimmick. Obviously, it's not John Dalton. Right. Jeff Probst fears a uh, fair play sign. Jeff Probst, of course, is the host of Survivor. I feel like he I need to watch Survivor. Played. Am I a bad person because I don't watch it? No, I mean, I, I hadn't watched it until like the last two years. I feel like I, I need th- to watch it. I think it's a good show. I feel like I'd enjoy it. Yeah. You would also enjoy Big Brother. I don't know if I'd enjoy Big Brother. Yes, you would. It's the same thing, but they're just in a house. That's a lot less interesting. You'd be fucking surprised, dude. So Fairplay is making fun of the Music City USA gimmick. I like how they're chanting, who are you? I like that. That's awesome. What have these people survived through in their worthless lives? What torture and pain did they have to go through to become a mega superstar like Johnny Fairplay? I just, I just don't know what he's gonna do here, Bob. I just don't understand. He's just making poor, like saying they're poor. That's so basic heel stuff. He's got to be a manager for somebody. He's not gonna. But who? Who could you see him managing? I don't know. That's a good question. You could maybe talk me into someone, but like I got nothing on the top of my head. What if he managed Abyss? Mm, I don't like that. I didn't like Kalos doing it. And that wasn't like awful, but I didn't like it. No, Abyss should be with Father Father James Mitchell, obviously. Well, even back in 2003, 2004, how can you not see that connection? Yeah, I, I mean, it's right there. You can see it clearly watching it. Yeah, it's right there. Um... I mean, it's obviously got to be a heel. Um, Been brought here to TNA. He's not talking to the camera. He's strictly looking at Kalos, which is very awkward because yeah, he he's not working hard. Game. What if he? Uh, what if he just manages the Red Shirts, Northcutt and Legend, but they're not the Red Shirt security? He's like I their have, own, like his own security. I feel like, to be honest, that's what's about to happen. But oh god, Bob AJ Styles' music AJ is playing, Styles, and he has a chair. Although, this is a good point. We have not heard from Styles at all on the show, so right. nice to see he is here. Mr. TNA. He's going to come out here, and he's going to be like, Johnny, you're nothing but a clown. And speaking of clowns, I got two of my favorite clowns. Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope. That's right. The ICP. And they're going to come out. Turn on AJ, and Fair Play will be with him. Will be mm. with them. Who are you? Try to fair play. I don't know. Did like okay, do you remember when um who who was it who was here before? So we had we had friggin' uh Screech come in. Mm-hmm. Who is um, you know, an actual celebrity. Yep. Uh we had was it hold on, I'm blanking. They were filming the movie. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Also, like, 
a real celebrity. Mm-hmm. And both times didn't really help him much, I would no. say. No. But do they really think Johnny Fairplay, because he was just, they just got big ratings on Survivor, that this is actually going to help? I don't know. Maybe it will. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. They're probably banking on people being like, oh, Fairplay's on this thing. I'll check it out and see what he does. Chris Rock, all he did was come out and be like, DNA well, Russell's the best. I know. And he ran and he walked out. Well, I know, but I feel like that's still like association. Like, hey, Chris Rock was here. I know he didn't do anything. I guess Fair Play is actually going to be on the show. So, okay, Styles is saying he wants his title shot. Jerry turns around, Fair Play spun him around and then backed away. He said, number one, Don, I didn't understand a word that Hillbilly just said. Oh, he just spit on him, and he, he fucking, from how far that was, he aimed really good at his face. Yeah. I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. You don't have a TV in your trailer. Jesus. I'm the biggest thing in TV since Jessica and Nick. Oh, he's a bigger star than Ashton Kutcher. You just got punked. And then he pushed him. Bob, this segment's cringy as fuck. Fair play's not good. It's such basic stuff. Oh, you're poor. Oh, you're a hillbilly. Like, there's nothing that's revolutionary here. Well, then you put Callus on, who, like, is good on the mic, and he, and you can just tell. Yeah. He has the emotion into it and stuff. And then they give it back to Fair Play. And they keep on doing tie-ins with Survivor. Survive this. He backs. Yeah, just, he just Play backs Callus into the corner. Fair Play's grabbing the chair. There you go. He just rams AJ from behind with that. Is he going to hit him with a chair? Oh, low blow. Styles blocks the chair shot from fair play. Is oh, he going to hit him with Styles Clash? Nope. going to fucking powerbomb his ass. On night one? Oh! <laughs> shit. <laughs> he didn't put him down gently, folks. Uh, nope, he did not, and I bet you that was on purpose. Absolutely, coming to my world, you're getting a fucking big one. Oh yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> Don, Don, this is how we treat a Hollywood star. Yeah, of course, you just freaking murder him in the ring with a powerbomb. Wow, wow. Oh, fair play's dead. Yeah, he ain't getting up. Here we go. We're going to take it to the street. Jeff Jarrett in a street fight against El Leon. That's still to come. We were at the announce table, by the way. There's so many things we got to tell you about tonight. Go to nwatna.com. TNA On Demand, yes, that is still a thing. Haven't heard a lot about that, but 
30 minutes prior to every Wednesday night. Don't miss it. TNA Countdown Show. Wait, something's going on. A little action. Uh-oh. It is official. They were invited. Violent J. Shaggy 2 Dope. ICP is here. They're in the crowd. They're going fucking nuts. Bob's missing this. Is that it? Bob's back. <laughs> America's X Cup, Bob. You. <laughs> what did Bob, I miss? You missed <laughs> ICP. ICP showed up? Yeah, they, they're talking here at the table and they go, hey, what's going on in the crowd over there? And it's ICP just in the crowd sitting with their fans. That was it? Next week, Chris Saban defending the X title against Michael Shane. Through that crew and the red shirts, defending the tag titles. And then, of course, Don Callis, Eric Watts. Winner stays and the lunar loser resigns. Wow, not a bad show next week, Bob. No, I would say it's uh, on paper, at least match-wise, more appealing. But I feel like this show, match-wise, wasn't bad. No. So far. Wait. we're gonna, The ICP is rocking out with the Juggalos, but we're going to send it to the back. Bob, there they are. Oh, there they are. I see them. Elion looking tan this week, backstage with Eric Watts and Goldilocks. Um, I'm going to give you a bunch of notes here prior to this match, probably because I was expecting certain things to happen that didn't happen. At least not yet, I guess. Oh, talking to Goldilocks. Tells him to kill Jeff Jarrett. You know, baby, I'm dedicating the match to you next week. Stay in the back this time, okay? She said, okay. Team Watts. <laughs> Johnny Four play Johnny. that okay Watts that was good I'll give you that right. one Brian Erlacher is going to be here Bob who's that That's a Chicago Bear linebacker I thought for a minute that Eric Watts was saying he was a four time All Pro for the Chicago so, Bears and I was going to so did I Okay so we got a video package let me let me give you some notes here quick Okay. Oh, look, dude, El Leon. Is there going to, they're showing what happened. Um, El Leon. They just showed a really cool, like, lion symbol on the screen, though. Um, So I was, I was thinking we were going to see more of the AAA kind of stuff for the X Cup, but that didn't happen. And that's where I was waiting to give you some of those additional names, which at this point is kind of only one, but, um, so Pena was interested in using his Laparca as well as his psychosis. Now we already did talk about the psychosis at this point, but um, but there is question as to how it will be received in the U.S. using what would be considered fakes, essentially. Right. Uh, Pena argued that while the Angelo fans might be mad, the Mexican fans, his Laparca has been the one with more television time over the past year on Galavision and is a big hit in Mexico. So, fair point. Yeah, but I mean, the show is it's not going for the Mexican crowd. Give me a break. Elion, dude. Jeff Jarrett. Street fight. 
And Jared's coming out first. Um, also, Bob. This is got is this for the title? Is it? I don't know. I guess I don't know either. It can't be if he's coming out first. Uh, the, you know, remember how he just mentioned Shamrock earlier in the show today? That potential coming back for those one of those three-hour pay-per-views? I do remember you saying that, yeah. Well, he did an interview uh, with BoxingInsider.com, and he did say that he was looking to get back into wrestling and had contact with NWA TNA looking for work. Uh, <laughs> obviously, he was their first champion when they started up about a year and a half back. And uh, it said it's funny because their booking is such that his reign actually seems like it took place 10 years ago. That's actually kind of funny. It does feel like a while ago. Right. Here's Jarrett ready for a street fight. He's got his shirt on. He's taped up jeans. There's weapons on the ramp. There's a wet floor sign, a garbage can lid. He's got his guitar. I'm sort of excited about this. I don't know. When they dressed apart for a street fight, it feels like it's going to be like good. I don't know. I, I agree with that. Like if he was in his wrestling gear right now, it'd kind of take away from it. Right. Um, and my final note, I believe, uh, I'm just going to tell you now because I want to, we'll get through this match and enjoy it, is that there has been interest in using Bobby Heenan, Heenan once again. It's been talked about, but for whatever reason, the decision was never made in favor of it. So they're still talking about trying to bring Heenan in in some way. I'm trying to think. Oh, I no, mean, Bob. Oh, no. Jared is yelling at the ICP. Fans oh, and good. them. Yeah. Jared, that's a great idea to go yell at hundreds of ICP fans with the ICP right there. Smart. He just what could go wrong? Threatened to hit Tanae. Um, but yeah, that's that's all my notes, man. Some pretty interesting stuff. As always. Street fight rules. Take it to the streets. They're making it sound like this has been some kind of blood feud. I don't know if I'd go that far. Oh, Ali Yones only attacked him a couple of times. Uh, this thing, theme song sounds freaking familiar, Bob. Yeah, whose theme song is that? The uh, SATs. Well, that's actually <laughs> probably true. But also... The first person to be using that. I knew it was Joel Maximo this whole time. <laughs> Holy shit. He just smashed him with a trash can. Um, Apollo used that song. Right. Early on. I, m- many people did. Um, I, it's just a coincidence. Now, it's say. also important here, Dallas. Look at his left arm. I know. I see a tattoo. Yeah. I don't know if I noticed the tattoo before. Well, he had it always covered up. Oh, because he had long, like, a short long, sleeve shirt on. He had a longer sleeve shirt on, yeah. Oh. Well, that tattoo should look familiar if uh, you pay attention to that kind of oh. thing. Oh, my yeah, God. He shoved Jared into the garter like an Ellie Young gave him a thumbs up. Like, thanks, buddy. That was awesome. That's funny. Oh, the crowd, the ICP guy, or the jugglers are chanting from Mike Tenet. As Leon hits him with a chair over the back, hitting Jared, of course, not Mike Tanay. Now he's wedged the chair in the corner. If I had to guess, I feel like Jeff Jarrett's head's going to go through that. Uh, nope. Jarrett counters oh. with the Irish up in the corner, but he runs into a big boot, falls to the floor. 
Yeah, Jared's dressed like he's uh, ready oh. for a bunkhouse brawl as he hits uh, yeah, he Leon with a trash can lid a few times. El Leon. Jeez. Now, don't these, like, actually don't hurt that much? I don't know. Some of those lids probably don't feel great. Well, We're going do. into the crowd right near the uh, Juggalos and ICP, which Jared was just staring. Look at the crowd all chain. Jared sucks. They're pissed. This is an official match. I don't think it's for the title. I don't think it is either. I mean, if it was, Jarrett would have been obviously, he would have put up a fight for a while on that one. Right. I'm not defending that. This is ridiculous. I like how he's purposely not going towards the Juggalos. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Jerry slams El Leon against the announce table. Come on, I get, if this happens, I get Chipotle every day for a year. I just had Chipotle on Friday, and it was awesome. Mm. I haven't had Chipotle in a while. Missing out. Whipping El Leon with a little strap. We are an hour, 47 minutes, and 26 seconds into the show. Or how much left, Ben? Or seven minutes and ten seconds. These shows do go by quicker ever since I uh, changed the time in which I follow. Oh, get out of here. I swear to God. It's like, I like the countdown instead of the count up. Yeah, so he just shoved Mike Tanay pretty hard. But he's good. He's not hurt. He just kind of got pushed back in his chair. You can't keep Tanae down for long. We're getting closer and closer to ICP uh -oh. over there. Uh-oh. Is security in place? Where's Northcutt and Legend? I don't see That's a good point. I see red shirts, just not the guy. Just not the ones we were thinking. Yeah, not the ones that should be there. Jared jabbing Leon in the midsection. Oh, fans are trying to get in the way, but security seven home back. They're throwing shit at Jarrett. Oh, they're chanting the soda. Fago? That's what I thought, too. Jarrett with the chair on Leon. Is Leon's it still, got a chair. Is this still an active soda? Yeah, you can still get it. Oh. I think it's um, like a fairly cheap soda. It might be. I don't know where you really get it. I. I've only seen it a couple times, but I don't even remember where. I've never seen it before. Jarrett staring off with ICP. Shaggy too dope. Oh, I spelled it wrong. Uh, let's see. Whipping. Hell, Leon with this chair. It's bending over his back. Oh, they just spread Fago at him. Yeah, they should. Oh, my God. A Fago bath is what Tanae just called it. Uh, I could get Fago, right, Fago right now, right now on on uh, Walmart, I could get a 24 ounce bottle or a 24 ounce bottle, 24 count for 70 bucks. Wow, you should get some of that. I don't think so.
Oh, maybe they've, they've changed the packaging. Maybe. So maybe it is like nearby. What is that? The lion. He's got him up on his shoulders. TKO. Type slam. He fell on his That's back. Jarrett will not job. Don't even think about it. Oh, damn it, Andrew Thomas. Uh, he just got speared into the chair. So he's dead. Wait, Tanae is getting out of his seat. Oh, he better not hit Mike Tanae with that guitar. Jarrett's got the... Dude, if he hits Mike Tanae with the guitar, come on. Oh, oh Mike Tanae took it. Tanae hit him with it. No way, Jared. No way, Jared. In a street fight. No way you're doing that. Sit, Sit out. Powerbomb. Thanks, Spinebuster. Now today's like, wake up, Andrew. Oh, shit. I love when Tanae in his tuxedo gets all involved. Tanae really wants Jared to lose this non-title match. And I think it's non-title. Get yeah. out of here, Tanae. Oh, super kick. One, two. No, Jarrett pops the shoulder up. He will not stay down. It is impossible. I believe we are entering into our end minutes of this match because we're in an hour, 51 minutes and 48 seconds. So Yeah, we got uh, under three minutes left, 250 left. And There's a guitar broke, shot. Broke the guitar over Leon. Oh, he's going to take the mask off. Who is that? Is it Joel Maximo? Is it Omare? We never could possibly know. Oh, pushes oh, AJ Thomas out of the way. Someone's coming down. AJ Styles. Of course it's AJ Styles. Well, that means that it's not AJ Styles under the mask. That's true. How um, is there a DQ in the fucking thing? No contest. no contest. We've thrown the match out. Brainbuster by Styles on Jarrett. How is there a no contest in a street fight? Hmm. I don't like that, man. Hmm. Interesting. Styles clash? Who's that? Oh, oh, that's, that's not good. He's got him up. He's going to hit the shock treatment. Shock treatment. But we don't know it's a shock treatment yet. Drops down out of the torture rack. How do we shock not have a name for that? That's a good question. Oh, he's got a table set up. Oh, boy. What is it just going to do here? No, AJ. Fires back with some right hands. Oh. Oh. oh some more. I thought Abyss was going to fly off that apron. That's what I thought, too. Oh. Oh, no. oh. oh shit. Abyss just press slammed AJ Styles over the top rope, threw a table on the floor. And Jared's wow. talking to him like a loving father, and Abyss is rubbing his face like he's... Adoring him. 
Styles is injured. He's hurt. Elion, get up. We still don't know who Elion is because he didn't take the mask off. He still could. Yeah, we don't know. But he didn't. Oh, he, made, he made Don flinch. <laughs> yeah, Next week, Eric guy. Watts out of a job. They're saying Tanae's going to be out of a job. It's going to be a code day in hell, Jared, when I lose my job because of you. Tanae, he owns the company. As we get a closing shot of Tanae's scowl to end the show. Dallas freaking Gridley. I'm going to give that show a thumbs up. Wow, that was quick. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I think it was a thumbs up show, too. And I, we did not. And here's the that. thing. I am not even not even going to look on wrestling recaps. I don't know if I liked it when I originally reviewed it. I bet you you didn't. Probably not. But that. I thought that was a good show. That was, I was entertained. Right. It was easy to get through. Flew by. And I think leading into next week, there's a lot to look forward to. Yeah, we have Saban and Michael Shane, uh, a rematch essentially for the X title, which Saban currently holds. Then we also have the tag team title match, three live crew defending against the Richard security, Kevin Northcutt legend. And of course the main event, the big one, Eric Watts. That's right. I said the big one. And it also means that Eric Watts is involved. Write it down. It's probably the only time it's ever going to be said. Right. Taking on Don Callis in a match where the loser loses all the power that they have in TNA. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. So, And maybe the ICP will show up again just to hang out in the crowd. I mean, I definitely think that there is. Is um, that going to be the new marketing strategy for them? Like, guys, come to the uh, asylum and you'll be able to watch the show with the insane clown posse in the crowd. <laughs> Honestly, though, I mean, if it's going to bring more. Hey, if it fills it up, man, it fills it up. Um, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. I definitely would be surprised if I if I knew that worked, I'd do it. Screw it. Pierce. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. And I guess I don't really know what else to say. I mean, I do think this was a a, a pretty good show. I think it we're, we're leading into next week good, and I think that's always important, especially with these weekly pay-per-views. Yeah. And we got two big title matches next week that I'm pretty excited about. Um, I know we're not huge red shirt fans or three life crew fans, but hey, we could see new champions next week. Maybe we're gonna mix it up. I don't know. I mean, I do like Northcutt. I will well, say I that. well. Here's the thing. I like Northcutt and Legend. I don't know if I really like the team. Like I liked Legend before yeah. when he's shooting with Jarrett. Yeah. And I'd like to see what Northcutt could do, like in a singles role. But so I like accept the team. But I do tend to. I feel like roll my eyes when they every time they're like, "Oh, it's a red shirts again." Yeah. Uh, are you are you giving the show a thumbs up? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up as well. I think it was. Um, I think it. I think it was good. I think it was, uh, like I said, we're building to stuff. I think it was, it flew by. It really did. Flew by. And for a show we didn't expect to, I think that is. Um, That's why I think it was even better than maybe anticipated because really on paper we were like, eh. But right. they, I think they over-delivered in ring-wise. I think so too. So, And like the fair play segment might have been like a little cringe, but the fact that Styles finished it off by just destroying him with 
a powerbomb kind of made up for it. Right. I think it did make up for it. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was a very cringy, but Styles gave him quite the fucking powerbomb. And I'm not going to complain about that, to be honest. I thought that was, that was fine. Uh, and it, we can't forget the Naturals are back, Bob. We cannot forget that. And I, so like in this, I guess you could say project that we're doing, I, I want to say I tend to enjoy the Naturals to a point. There comes a point where it's like, mm, maybe not. But I think here initially when they have now come in or returned, I guess, as a duo, um, like they're going to, they're going to be a, a fun team to kind of watch for a little while. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I don't know. I'm curious. Like I said, I feel like it's kind of the new, they're going to be new, their new biggest rivals. And I think that's uh, going to be really entertaining and good as we, as we kind of go forward. So I think that's what I'm most looking forward to about them. So I, I when they just made their return, I popped. I was really excited. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they, like when AMW, I'm sure at some point here in 2004, will in fact regain the tag titles, that they oh, yeah. will immediately be uh, feuding with them. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll be getting them back. Absolutely. Yeah. So that wouldn't surprise me. Right. Well, well without just rambling more and more about I think that pretty much covers it for me. I can't wait for next sure. week, as always. I'm always excited. Um, but especially because this show is good. We're, we're, the, the power struggle is going to finally end. Will we find out who El Leon is? I don't know. A lot of questions still. But until next week, where we will find out who maybe El Leon is and who truly has the power of TNA. I am Bob Collier Jr., He's Dallas Grilly, and this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast.